Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Following Lucha. Uh, we are the unofficial lore keepers of Lucha Underground. I am JC. I'm joined by... I'm Steven. What's up, guys? Yo, Steven, what have you been doing? Yo, me? Yeah. Uh, I'm chilling. Just kind of sleeping. Just kind of sleeping. Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. It's pretty. It's a pretty good game. Yeah? I'm playing it all day. Yeah. No, I saw you on Snapchat. You were pumped about yeah, it. Dude, I've been playing for the past like 10 hours straight. Legit, oh, I just forgot to eat today. <laughs> like, I woke up at like 1 p.m. today, I think, right? Uh huh. Because I was playing until like 5 last night. Yeah. And I just forgot to eat for like, or forgot to eat for like 30 minutes ago, I want to say. Yeah, I yeah. I ate. So that's crazy. That's understandable. That's a good game. Well, I have to ask, did you have time to watch this week's episode of Lucha Underground? I did have time to watch this Yo, week's episode of Lucha Underground. Dude. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, I can't wait for the episode where we don't watch it. It's going to be so awkward for one of us. Dude, I I'm... I to explain it. Do you really expect me to not watch it one week? If I if I don't nah. watch it and I don't take my notes, and you... Maybe we'll do that <laughs> next week. Yeah. We're doing a special. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to watch, like, Scooby-Doo Mystery for that episode. Okay, okay. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Steven, we were tasked with watching episode three of Lucha Underground season one this week. Um, oh. It is called Crossing the Border from November. Is that the name? Yeah, the episode's called Crossing the Border. <laughs> what? That's such a garbage name. No, it's not. It makes sense. It makes sense in the lore. You're not respecting the lore, Steven. What I the guess. hell? It's not really culturally sensitive, you know? I don't think any of this episode was culturally sensitive. No, no, oh nothing God, this episode about this episode. So weird. Matt Stryker, this is 2014. Matt Stryker's oh. an insane person, okay? Like, he talks about society, right? Oh, we'll get there. Quote. We'll get there. <laughs> I, think, I think we wrote down the same thing. <laughs> we, we live in a society. <laughs> Matt Stryker. Okay. <laughs> Steven, this oh, yeah. episode is from November 12th of 2014, um, and it was your first time watching it. Of course, this uh -huh. is me re-watching Lucha Underground, one of my favorite television shows of all time. Um, and also to recap a little bit of what happened last week, um, when we started up this episode, it went over how Mel Muertes made his debut with Katrina after they like they licked all over Blue Demon, which is kind of cool. Um, Dude, is that a thing they're going to do, just lick people with her? I mean, she'll probably lick people. I don't know if people are so, gonna like, lick her everyone back. Did, everyone enjoys it, right? Like on camera. We like when she licks people. No, blue. She's licked one person so far, and he clearly did oh. not enjoy it. Blue Demon was. Blue Demon did not enjoy <laughs> no, the lick. No, we discussed <laughs> no, he this didn't. already. He did not enjoy the lick. There's no way he did. All right. No, no, he didn't. But okay, so so we talked about Mil Muertes. Um, also, they showed a little bit about how like there's there's a bit of distrust maybe forming between Prince Puma and Johnny Mundo because mm -hmm. Conan was like, "Yo, Prince Puma, I'm your only friend." And so you know we remember we remember these things. Hey. And then uh, we also find out that Chavo is a sociopath because he he beat up Sexy Star, which honestly he beat up Sexy Star dude. I kind of like. He's pretty face move, honestly. Yeah, right. Sexy you know? Star is so like, lame. You know, Chavo's like a badass for doing that. He like, just like is mm -hmm. just a really horrible person in life. Like, I think he's doing everyone <sighs> a favor in the temple. Yeah, I, I think so. In retrospect, Chavo is a hero. You know, mm -hmm. it's just they weren't able to see it at the time, and it's really sad. It's very sad. But Steven, this episode um, opened up with uh, a scene in Dario's office, okay? It's it's Conan, okay? That snake Conan, Prince Puma's only Have friend. Have you seen Dario's, like, hands in the segments? He was, like, weaving them, like, like, it was, like, it was like this. It was so weird. Weaving his hands? Like yeah. Like, it was so, he was using, like, he was just twirling it around. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> I was like... All businessmen weave their fingers like that, you know? I like the part where Conan's like, they're on point. 
Like a decimal. <laughs> like a decimal. <laughs> what does that mean? Dude, he's spinning fast. It's such a stupid lie. Well, yeah, because Conan is there. Again, Prince Puma's only huh. friend. And he's like peeking out the blinds of Dario's office into the temple. And he's mm. like, yo, this place has everybody coming out of the woodworks. Which is like, yo. What? No one was in the ring yet. And he said, yo. <laughs> like, yo. Yo, Conan. Beyond the woodworkers, man. <laughs> but... Basically, um, Conan is like, okay, so I brought you Prince Puma, Dario, right? And Dario's like, yeah, no, you did, you did. He's pretty cool, he's pretty cool. He's like, wait yeah. until you see it. I have more luchadors for you. And these ones, they're actually from Mexico. And yo, yo, that's crazy. Actually from Mexico? Thus the name crossing the border, you know? I think this is the first episode, like, Mexican wrestlers, right? I mean, like, Chavo's Mexico. pretty Mexican. Blue but not Demon's from Mexico. Pretty Mexican. Is Blue Demon from Mexico? Yup. Sexy star, pretty Mexican. Oh, I guess she is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As uh, per the subtitles. I don't know what that line meant then. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know either. But basically, Conan's like, I got three more dudes. Pentagon, mm -hmm. Junior, Ray Phoenix, and Drago, okay? And mm -hmm. then then Dario was like, wait, so so the, the rumors of like the, the visa problems was untrue? And Conan looks like him. He's like, I took care of it, Holmes. Like, I took care of it. Oh, okay. Illegal immigration. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically, Conan says they're ready to fight tonight. And then mm -hmm. Dario's like, okay, they're all going to fight in a triple threat then. And so we're set. Sounds pretty Which, hype. I want to I wanna dissect this little segment because it went by really quickly, Steven. But as yeah. the, the lore keepers of Lucha, mm -hmm. is Conan getting like part of their fee like is conan getting paid for every like pentagon phoenix and drago think, match well isn't he just like mentoring like the what's his name prince puma yeah i would have thought he's busy right? with puma i didn't think he'd have time for like all these these mexican luchadors is he doing is he doing every like mexican luchador <laughs> everyone oh my all god them, right this is like, so doing many. all their contracts and stuff maybe mm -hmm. he's the conduit between dario and mexico yeah <laughs> that makes maybe. Sense. Okay. maybe he's the one bringing all these like mexican wrestlers into Yo. los angeles Maybe, maybe so. But basically, that's the announcement. We finally have some real Mexicans for this show, which Yo, Vampiro is going to be so happy about, you know? Um, and then basically, we, we cut away from that little vignette and we, we go to the commentary table. It's Vampiro, it's Matt Stryker. And thank goodness, Steven, I've been on the edge of my seat since last week. They have a health update for Blue Demon Jr. Yes, that's what I needed. Dude, I was looking at the footage for like the, what's it called? The attack. Mm -hmm. I never realized the ref had like a cast on. Oh yeah, Rick Knox is injured for like half the season. <laughs> like, yeah, like shoot like, injured. Like what happened? Why is this know. ref like refing, man? He's know. like shoot injured. I don't get it. You know he's with AEW now, right? Is he still injured at the cast? Yeah, still. It's a permanent injury. That's awesome. Permanent dude. cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, after Blue Demon was brutalized last week by Chavo uh -huh. Guerrero, <laughs> ripped out of his gurney. Brutalized. Uh -huh. He got hit by one chair shot. And then rushed off in an ambulance <laughs> into downtown LA. <laughs> Did Sexy Star also get rushed in an ambulance, or was she not no, as No, they injured? didn't give a shit about her. They just let her bleed oh, out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, pretty yeah. fair, though. That's pretty fair. No, I would, too. Um, but basically, yeah. they're like, thank God Blue Demon is in stable condition. <laughs> Which, yes. Yes, finally we know. Thank you. <sighs> a weight off my shoulders. Um, mm -hmm. And then, Dario emerges from his office, Steven. Mm -hmm. And he gets into the middle of the ring after that horn goes off. And he says, I've been hearing a lot of complaints from all you guys here in the temple. I've been hearing so many complaints that there's not enough Lucha and Lucha Underground. Which is like... He's, he's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, know? I guess... Like there's been like one lucha dude in the entire like two episodes we've watched. It's and it's not even it's, it's Prince Puma. You know he's not even. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also Blue Demon, but like, he doesn't do any cool flippy I, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Blue, De <laughs> Blue right. Demon did no cool flippy stuff. And I'm starting to think that maybe at no point in his career did he, based off the Chavo <laughs> interview later tonight. It was messed up. But, but okay, so yeah, Dario was like, there's not enough Lucha and Lucha Underground people are saying. So, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm, as, as the business owner here, as the man in charge, I'm going to give the people what they want. So, introducing to the world for the very first time, here is... El Mariachi Loco. Dude, this guy's awesome, dude. I love this guy. He was from the streets of his favorite Mexican restaurant. Uh huh. <laughs> so, that's such a burial for this poor guy. Uh -huh. Dario says he found him outside of his favorite Mexican restaurant playing the trumpet. Is he playing the trumpet? <laughs> so, he's just like, was he like working for the restaurant or is he just like one of the street people like just play the trumpet with the mariachi band? Hopefully, this is lore we uncover as we go on with Lucha Underground. Do we know who this is? I is honestly, he like important ever? I don't know. I I, I should have looked it up, but I did wow. my notes pretty haphazardly. I don't know. But let me look it up right now, Steven. El Mariachi Loco. Look it up, Jamie. Put him <laughs> up right here. El Mariachi. <laughs> okay, so apparently it is a restaurant, um, a Mexican restaurant in San Antonio, Texas. Let's go. You went all the way here for that? That's crazy. Oh my god. That is awesome. El Mariachi Loco is no, he's 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 not like really famous in any other circle. Oh um, man. No, also, I think he... it's like some like really, really famous, you know, like an <laughs> AEW right now, like Ricky Stars, maybe. <laughs> oh my God, Ricky Star. Yeah, no, he's primarily known for being El Mariachi Loco, unfortunately. Oh, um, poor guy. Which does not bode well for him. He had um, a unique look to him, you know. I think he's pretty tall. Yeah, no, I thought he was pretty cool looking. I just like, I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I'll use a little scrub. But but Dario says it. There's no challenge too big for El oh. Mariachi Loco, Steven. And no then way. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we see his opponent come out from the top. Um, it's it's 1996 World Wrestling Federation star Masquerita Sagrada. <laughs> Yo, um, who is? Dude, I, I don't I don't get dwarfism like wrestling when it's like dwarfs uh -huh. versus like a big dude. Because like, if you lose to a guy with dwarfism, uh -huh. you lost to a guy with dwarfism. You know? I guess. But if like if you beat him, you beat a dude with dwarfism. Like I feel like you just can't win How in this dare situation. You? Why are you downplaying the the the, the just wrestling prowess of of Masquerita Sagrada, Steven? It's kind of messed I don't know. up. I thought this match was pretty. Yeah, because Masquerita Sagrada Man. is a mini, right? And he's been around for forever. Yeah. Like, he's an old dude. Like, Masquerita mm -hmm. Sagrada is an old little bitch, Steven. I have to be How honest. How old is he in this episode? He's, like, in his 50s? If he was wrestling in, like, oh. 90s WWF, and this is, like, 20 years later, you oh know? He's, he's got to be up there. He's older. Yeah. It's crazy. And then Good also, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he's fighting El Mariachi Loco, as we said. Also, Vampiro was pumped about this match, by the way. You know? He, he, when he sees Masquerita Sagrada comes out, he's like, Vampiro is ready with the lore. He says, um, huh. Masquerita Sagrada, his mask is a, a mystical character. Um, I'm not sure what to make <laughs> of it. Mystical character. <laughs> yeah. Like, is the guy a mystical character or is mask a mystical character? His, his mask. His mask. Uh-huh. But he's not <laughs> he sure puts, what to make of it. He puts on the mask and he just comes with Lucha Dwarf. Lucha Dwarf. Not just regular dwarf, mm -hmm. a Lucha Dwarf. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so this is the first mini-match in Lucha Underground as well. Um, mm -hmm. and, and basically, before they start the match, they're doing like a not like a test of strength, but like they're sizing oh. each other up and they're doing yeah. like the Rapungi Vice spot where like Mariachi Loco sticks his hand up in the air and yeah, yeah. poor little Masquerita has to grab it. And then, I, I know, right? It's just, it's just bullying. It's messed up. And then Mariachi Loco, he's like, okay, this is unfair. And he gets down on his knees. Um, mm -hmm. And then, and then Steven, Masquerita Sagrada, 
hits him with an enziguri. You know, let's oh go. My gosh, I know. I know. <laughs> um, and it, I, I don't, out of nowhere, just while Masquerade Sagrada is like doing all his like acrobatic shit, Master Riker uh -huh. just asks, what's the politically correct term here? Oh my god, that's striker. Okay, guy. He's about to say like it's a handicap match. We still messed up. Handicap match? No. But Vampiro is smart. Vampiro responds that the answer to his question is fun, which is good. You know, Vampiro is with it, you know? And then it's Matt Stryker like, no, fun is about what society's all about. Matt Stryker says, Stephen, and I quote, we live in a society. We live in a society. We live in a society. <laughs> oh my gosh, Matt Stryker's crazy, dude. <laughs> this is he predicted the Joker 2019 movie. But this is just, Matt Stryker is just Jr. here. This is something Jr. would say. Like, What's the politically correct term here? You know, we live in a sensitive society. Like, fuck off. Like, what's what do the you point? Mean? It's fun. Oh, is it's it? Just Okay. It's fun. That's okay. what it's called. It's fun. It's fun. But basically, yeah. Masquerita Sagrada is like, he's doing all his acrobatic shit. And then uh, Mariachi Loco was like, mm -hmm. no, this isn't happening. And he pulls a son of Havoc <laughs> and he just like kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> he you know? grabs him and just fucking yeah. backbreakers him. This is, this is a theme of Lucha Underground. Yeah. You have a clear underdog and then uh -huh. you just have them get <laughs> fucked up. <you> know? <laughs> this is what I thought was going to happen. I thought it was going to be a repeat of the Sexy Star match from episode one. But yeah, but at least he won like the dude you know unlike yeah. sexy star i get yeah exactly exactly so like oh. I, I i'm thinking it's gonna head in the direction of like Ma of mariachi loku is gonna beat the shadow of sagrada i'm gonna win oh. but uh sagrada like gets back into it and then uh -huh. steven you, do you know how masquerade sagrada wins the match it's with a small package no dude. it's not you're it's a liar not? no what, what the fuck no what? no masquerade what? sagrada just like says i'm roman reigns puts him in a guillotine and chokes him the fuck out <laughs> Did you miss that? <laughs> what? That's yeah. crazy, dude. Wait, did he actually? Yes, Masquerita Sagrada oh. used Roman Reigns' finisher to oh, put I away. I no. heard Master say small package. He went for one, but he didn't win with it. Oh. You definitely did not did watch, watch Lucha the Underground. You were just episode? playing the goddamn video did game. I watched the wrong episode. <laughs> I could have any one of the, the small package. I'm gonna look it up right now. I I'm swear to God, I, no, he definitely um, did not. He oh. tapped. I'm going on Tubi, dude, right now. Whatever. Okay? Do it. And you're going to be proven wrong, You dude, loser. Okay? You loser. Well, either way, Steven, after the match ends, Sagrado is the, the winner anyway. Sagrado's the winner. And then, uh -huh. guess who emerges? Guess who emerges from the stairs? My man! <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Chavo Guerrero comes out. My man, Chavo Guerrero, dude! That damn sociopath, Steven. Um, you guys, awesome, dude. Yeah. And he basically, he comes out and he kicks the shit out of Masquerita Sagrada and then like uh -huh. starts stomping in his face in the corner. And then, no, it like, was a small package. No, it wasn't. It was. Look, I literally... <laughs> It's so what's small the package, guillotine? Dude. So what's the guillotine? He, he did it into a small package. Oh, so he doesn't tap out. Yeah, Loco, But he still won with the guillotine, dude, technically. You look like a fool, dude. He still won with You're the guillotine. You're the Lord Keeper. You should know about this, man. You're right. I'm sorry. I just got excited. I, I saw the Roman dude. Reigns move. I got excited. Dude. And I started writing my notes. I wasn't paying attention. Dude. You better put that picture up on the screen oh, right now. Oh, no. I'm a fool. I'm a bad journalist. You are a fool, dude. Fuck. You went to school for this, dude? Three years for this? You don't. You can't blame me. I just got excited. I, I, <sighs> it's okay, Us. I acknowledge you. Thank you, Us. I just thought Masquerita Sagrada was like the big dog of Lucha Underground. <laughs> he's a small dog. He's a small dog. <laughs> he's, he's a small dog. Oh <laughs> well, well. Okay. Okay. So I guess he wins with a small package, but but it remains uh -huh. the same. Okay. Chavo Guerrero comes out, beats the shit out of Sagrada, and then. 
they cut the commercial. <laughs> like, <laughs> Chavo doesn't, like, oh, look to the Chavo. crowd. He doesn't get on the microphone. It's him beating huh. the Shadow Sagrada, goes to commercial, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm assuming they're going to come back from commercial with Chavo with a mic in his yep. hand or, like, still beating the Shadow Sagrada. Just beating the Shadow little person. <laughs> no! They go to a, an interview, a pre-taped interview between uh -huh. Chavo Guerrero and Vampiro. Which dude, was... Chavo, like, Chavo was shot, dude. He was shooting, dude. <laughs> Yo, he Chavo... was shooting his entire career. <laughs> like, th his, this promo he's doing right uh -huh. now is still relevant to, like, what he does today. Yeah, a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. crazy. But basically, like, it's again, it's a sit-down interview. It's like what AEW uh -huh. does now with JR and, like, the big main event matches. They're mm. doing with Chavo and Vampiro. And Vampiro's just dressed like a juggalo, Steven. Okay, he's dressed like he's in the ICP. Wasn't his gimmick? It's just he's a face paint vampire dude. You know what? That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, but basically, how the way the interview starts, Steven, the very uh -huh. first thing that Vampiro says to Chavo is like, yo, homie, like we've known each other a while. Um, but you know, like I've been watching your career for forever, and it feels like you kind of just ride the coattails of the Guerrero name. And that's the opener. That's the first thing Vamp that's says so to him. Mean. It's so unnecessary. Just yeah. Imagine just like your job interview. This guy's, you know, we're only hiring you because you're family, right? Uh -huh. Like pure nepotism. Uh -huh. <laughs> and the guy's like, dude, what the fuck, dude? I just wanted to work here. Like, you're honestly not that good either. Like, you show up here and it's like, yeah, yeah, I guess you're a Guerrero. But mm, he asked Chavo, Guerrero, what are you doing today, Chavo? Okay, what are you doing today? Uh -huh. Um, And Chavo says, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm tired of, of doing it the Guerrero way. I'm tired of doing it the way of my family, the respectful way, you know, and I'm here to make a name for myself. And what? The, his uncle's gimmick, himself, his uncle's catchphrase was, I lie, I cheat, I steal. What do you mean? <laughs> your, your family's way is the respectful way. I just, I was hoping you could clear this up for me, Steven, because I was conflicted. Well, you see, um, when Chavo steals, it's yeah. okay because he is doing it for the poor. Oh, shit, like Robin Hood. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, like I Robin understand. Hood. I understand. But basically, Chavo's being like, yeah, I'm here to, I don't I don't want to follow tradition. I want to make a name for myself. And the vamp was like, oh yeah, that's cool, man, but why'd you tap out last week? <laughs> Dude, you're such an asshole in this promo. He's so antagonistic. Chavo's handling so himself mean. so well, yeah. Chavo's like, dude, what's wrong with you? He's on a wrestle. This is fucked up. It is, it is. And then, yeah. and then I, Chavo just does not address the question, but he says, you know what? The, the only reason Blue Demon's a legend is, is because of his dad, okay? Because even in his prime, you know, which is past, by the way, he's no longer in his prime. He fucking sucked. Blue Demon was lame as shit. <laughs> Blue Demon fucking yeah. sucks, dude. It's all about Chavo Guerrero, dude. Exactly. <laughs> Which I thought was so fun because I mean I don't know maybe Blue Demon Jr. does fucking suck and I, I mean I'm just I gonna know. I trust Chavo. Do we ever see him ever again after this? <laughs> it's a good question. It's a good. I like the was... part at mm -hmm. the end. Pierre's like, dude, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chavo. He's yeah. just getting like harassed. Well, in his I, interview I, I liked what Chavo said because he's like, I'm I'm tired of going to all these companies and like just being another mm -hmm. opponent everywhere I go. I'm I want to be yeah. here. I'm here in Lucha Underground to be a star. Um, I thought it was a pretty cool promo because uh -huh. like, it's so relevant to like his AEW run. Yeah, I and mean, his entire WWE run. Uh -huh. 
to be fair, you haven't watched all of Lucha Underground yet. Maybe he becomes a star here. You, you, maybe you know, maybe Chavo maybe. becomes the Lucha Underground champion. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but basically, Steve, my favorite part of this entire interview is yeah. they show like a, a recap or like a little flashback of last week when Chavo was doing like all mm -hmm. dastardly stuff of like beating up Sexy Star and, and beating up Blue Demon under the gurney. And they show Chavo flipping the stretcher. And they added in a gasp sound effect oh, wait, to wait, the flashback. Sock like, one, right? Yes, yeah, like from a sitcom. Gasp. It's like a sitcom oh gasp. Gosh. It was so off-putting. It was. Because it's not like they added it to the actual episode last week. They added uh -huh. it to the flashback in the interview a week later. When the L-Raid Network saw this, like, you know what? We need to add more sound effects to show how mean Chavo is. Uh -huh. I think that's what it was. Um... But basically, yeah, that, this is basically what it was. And then they cut the vamp. And he's like, brother, you've got some issues. And that's it. Rupert's <laughs> an asshole, dude. <laughs> he is. Vamp's... I mean, I like vamp. I love vamp. And yeah. you know what? I think it's hilarious. Yeah. No, he, he did a great job here. It's He's still new to the job. You know, he's learning. Yeah. This is his yeah. first interview. And he he's lucky he didn't get the shit meat out of him, you know? <laughs> I think in character... Imagine. Yeah, mm -hmm. in character, Chavo should have had, like, the chair ready with him. And just brained Vampire dude, after in character, interview. Chavo should have just... Duck him, I feel like. Yeah. Yes. It's like the dude was like, dude, Chavo, you fucking suck. You tapped out. You're only here because your uncle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's wrong with you, man? Mm -hmm. Chavo just took it. Poor he dude. He did. But he has respect for his elders, I guess. You know, that's what we're learning. Um, and then this is the Chavo Guerrero show, Stephen. By the way, because we cut to another Chavo segment as he is walking backstage oh. at the temple. Um, and he sort of like mm -hmm. bumps shoulders with Conan. You know. Um, again, Prince Puma's only friend. And and Conan's like, yo, man, we're family, so I, I gotta tell you this. So so you're so you, you have an awareness, so you know what's going on, but the streets are talking and um La Raza in Mexico, well, they're pissed about what you did to Blue Demon. <gasps> and I have to tell you, they're not gonna be happy with what you did to Sagrada tonight either. My gosh. And so it's like I got some advice, Chavo. You know I love you, you know your family, but you need to dip homes. Like, um, you need to dip. Dude, everyone just no, no, hates no. Chavo. This poor guy. I, I misspoke there, Steven. The full line was, uh, you need to dip like a comprehensive immigration bill. So, <laughs> you know, Conan with all these one-liners. He's, he's killing it tonight. Chavo, you need to get green-carded, man, okay? <laughs> but he says, they're coming, Pito. And then and then the lights flash. Um, but it, mm -hmm. I don't understand because if, if Conan is the man communicating... Like and in charge of like all the connections to Mexico for Lucha Underground. Why is he looking out for Chavo? Is, is it because they're family? I guess well, is he biased? They're family, dude. That's what I he said. Like I don't know how they're related to each other. But WCW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Well, then, do they have a connection to Vampiro too? Then is Vampiro part of the family? Maybe that's why Chavo didn't beat the shit out of him, you know? And they just accept that like, Vamp definitely has some brain damage going on. So, like, he says some I'm shit just sometimes. really racist uncle. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, like, he can't say that, but he doesn't know any better. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, so, so they're, they're passing the hallway. And then the lights flash, right? And Conan's gone. But there oh. is Mil Muertes. Um, and he basically just, like, is uncomfortably close to Chavo and then just walks by. And then, Steven, Gary. it's yeah. Katrina. Um, and she, she looks at Chavo and she says, you took something that doesn't belong to you. And one day, you too will belong to Mil Muertes. And a I, threat? I don't, what did he take? I don't, I don't know. Um, 
He took the napkin, right? He didn't take the napkin. Milmorte, yeah, Milmorte still has yeah. his napkin, his red napkin. He took, he took it at Applebee's that night and ate there, right? Ate yeah. Some. I so I don't I don't know what the lore is here. I guess we'll find out maybe in a future episode. But like I legitimately maybe. don't remember what it is. Maybe it's a comic thing. We're only the comic. <laughs> it's just the comic exclusive. Oh yeah. my god, we are gonna have to do comic rundowns instead of episodes some uh, weeks, Steven. You can do that. What do you mean? YouTube short it. You can make YouTube shorts about pollution oh around comics. Whatever. It's official lore, Steven. It's important to the Is lore it? for real. Yes. Unironically, it's important to the lore. That's so awesome. I know. I know. But, but okay. So, basically, Katrina says this and licks his face. Um... So Chavo is the protagonist of Lucha Underground, okay? He has stories with everyone. The underdog, dude. Yeah, like everyone's against like, him. Crazy. Okay, Dario Cueto's like, dude, I brought you into this temple to be so good, and like, because you related to Eddie, and you're just like a little bitch, and wow. made Chavo sad. Chavo lost the blue demon. Uh, Chavo helped Sexy Star win, and then Sexy Star turns her back on him later that night. You know, it's yeah. everyone's against Chavo, and it's bullshit. He, he beat up a little dwarf man to show that, hey, hey guys, I exist. Uh -huh. I'm the main character here. <laughs> yeah. Me, Chavo. That's how you do it. Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> That's how you do it. But, I mean, props to Lucha Underground, because um, this is the most I've ever cared about Chavo Guerrero, you know? So well, I, I just think it's like, it's gimmicks is, hey, I'm, you know Eddie? Fuck Eddie. <laughs> yeah. I've mentioned the gimmick. I feel like his gimmick is more like, he, he wanted to make an honorable living in Lucha Underground. Everyone bullied the shit out of him, and now he's unhinged. Like, they bullied him, and now he's broke, you know? Yeah, he snapped, and now he beats up women and little people. It's, it's a good gimmick. women, little people, and the elderly. <laughs> You're right. That's awesome. Um, but finally, Steven, we move on to our second match of the night. Um, and it is, it's time for Mil Muertes to have his second match in Lucha Underground. He is fighting Ricky Mandel. Um, dude, Ricky Mandel, dude. He, I don't know who this guy is. He's just like a, a scrawny he, dude, long hair. Robert? I looked him up on Google. Like, wait, he could be like AW Dark. Oh, you know? yeah, no. He was not. He's still <laughs> on Lucha Underground. Like, that's on his, like, Twitter bio. That's his most recent credit? That's so active. Oh, no. Yeah. This is devastating. Um, but basically, before the match actually starts, they cut to a vignette huh. with a bit more information sort of about Mil Muertes and his background because all we really know about him is that he's, he's the man of a thousand deaths and he he makes out with this ghost lady okay right like that's that's all we know yeah it's a pretty good gimmick you know so many good gimmicks um when you like that like hey i want to make out with my hot my hot um ghost gf woman mm -hmm. you you think shoot mil muertes wanted that who do you think um, wanted that i i think it was uh mil i think it was pasquale mendoza <laughs> steven yeah yeah <laughs> He's uh-huh um, but basically, the, the vignette is giving us more background about who Mill is, and it says, um, it, it's Katrina narrating it, but there's like this, this text that pops up on the screen, and it says, death is a debt that we all must pay. And then it shows the date. It's September 19th of 1985, and an 8.1 magnitude earthquake has just struck Mexico City. So we're going back in time, okay? Is that when he died? I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. Um, no. But Katrina says... Everyone in Mill's entire family, including thousands of other people in Mexico, died that day. Again, in this 8.1 magnitude earthquake. Um, but Mill Muertes, he was trapped in the rubble for seven days with no food and no water, struggling to survive. But in that, in that state, on the brink of death, he wasn't afraid. In fact, he thrived, Stephen, okay? And wow. then they cut to a little hand emerging from the rubble. <laughs> 
<laughs> little baby. <laughs> and little baby Mil Muertes just crawls out of a volcano. Yo. And it, it's insane. Badass little baby, man. This little baby is coming out of the rubble uh, of an earthquake. And Katrina says, that was the day that Pasquale Mendoza became Mil Muertes. Um, and then, then it cuts to little baby Mil. And he looks down at the ground and he picks up a rock. <laughs> and he now, picks up a rock. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And now that's we know. Drink. Now we know that red napkin he carries around. That's oh. where he keeps his rock. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my gosh. The lore is all coming together. That's crazy, dude. I know. So I'm still a little bit confused about like whether or not Mil Muertes is dead himself or oh. if he is just fighting for his dead family or like or what, you know? I, I think like. He should have been a dead guy in the first place. But that, I don't know. I kind of like a reincarnation thing, you know? Maybe. I mean, that's Phoenix's maybe. whole game. I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, but, but Phoenix's oh. whole thing is he's reincarnated, you know? But oh, okay. I mean, I like the idea that his girlfriend's just a ghost. Like, that works. Yeah. That's cool. Chill. How'd um, they meet? How'd they meet? Because, like, she must, she's like, what, years older than him, right? I assume. Well, she's a ghost. I'm pretty sure she's been around for, like, legit centuries, you know? Uh huh. So, like, hundreds of years older than little baby Mill. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's I think it's more a matter of when they met. Because like, if she met okay. Mill when he was a little baby out of the earthquake, um, mm -hmm. that's when it's going to be tough. You know? How did he thrive in the earthquake? Like, was he just eating rocks? Or I was think just, like, so. Like, how do you thrive <laughs> in an earthquake? You're just kind of just, like, chilling there in the dirt, you know? Mm -hmm. For a bit. Like, was he just really happy to be inside, like, the earth for a bit? Maybe he fucking hated his family. You know, saw all their dead oh. bodies and was just pumped, you know? <laughs> He's like, fuck yeah, dude, my mom Finally. dead. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> um, but basically, they cut away from this promo where Mill is eating rocks, and we get uh -huh. to the match with, with uh, Ricky Mandel, and... This is what we should have got last week, I think, with Blue Demon. But it was just yeah. a squash. You know, it, this was the squash match that we kind of needed. Dude, poor Ricky, man. This guy is, like, what, six foot? I yeah, assume. Ricky was big. He's, like, taller than yeah. Mil Muertes. Like, he's not yeah, more crazy. jacked, but he's definitely taller. He looks like a wrestler on AEW Dark. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, maybe not Dark. Maybe, like, Elevation. He, yeah. He has, like, an Angelico <laughs> type of build, you know? Yeah. He does. Um... But it's, it's like a, they, they keep building the match. It's like it's quickness. It's, it's it's Ricky Mandel's speed versus the power and strength of Mil Muertes, speed. which is like, power. okay, okay, I can get behind this. I can get behind this. Um, but the speed and quickness fucking sucked. It didn't work. Um, <laughs> and Ricky, dude. yeah, he tried. he tried. He lost. Um, and Aww. the most notable parts of this match were um just Matt Stryker being a pervert. You know, just his, just him dude, saying Matt Stryker. Uh -huh. The end of the match. When was it? Oh, okay. So yeah, that, that's mm -hmm. first. But, like during the match, it's just they uh -huh. cut to a shot of Katrina at ringside, and he says, "Fuck, I could watch Katrina all day." Fuck, no, man. sorry, I could watch Katrina Fuck. clap all day because she's <laughs> clapping for Mill, which is like okay, <laughs> cool. Um, oh, but basically, yeah. after the fat flatliner where where Mill Muertes um pins uh Ricky Mandel, that that's when Katrina gets into the ring. She licks Ricky. Um, mm -hmm. and then what does Master Striker say, Steven? <laughs> Is it bad this turns me on? Or something like that? Yeah, he says, does that turn anyone else on or am I weird? Which... Oh, Matt Stryker. Dash is really horny for some ghosts. He's so horny for the I mean, Katrina's a, Katrina's a beautiful woman. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, like... It's also your coworker. I mean, is, is she? 
You think Katrina's on the payroll for Lucha Underground? I don't you think. think? I don't know. She's an invincible, she immortal ghost? ghost lady. Ain't no way she's getting Do paid. Do ghosts get attacked? Are they citizens? No way. No way. And if she is, she's probably living in Mexico like, either way, you know? So she's good. Yeah, maybe. She's good. Maybe. But um, it, it goes from Matt Stryker being a little pervert to just... Mil Muertes and Katrina getting horny together and making out in the out. ring. Which I don't remember. I love that they got either. a cheer. I got a pop in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. This entire night, no one's gotten a pop. And then, like, Katrina just makes out with Muertes and they start, like, popping. If you that. were in a temple, you wouldn't pop for them making out? I would. Yeah, exactly. We all would, would Steven. Yeah. We all would. Um, but basically, that was the second match of the show. And then we cut backstage to back to Dario's office, Steven, okay? We're outside in the yeah. hallway, outside of Dario's office, actually. And it's our boys, okay? It's Mr. Cisco and it's Cortez Castro. And they're- Hey, my boys! Yo, the goons! And they're- Yo. I guess they're guarding Dario's office? I- <laughs> Like, they're just- They're just talking outside, like, and, and then Johnny yeah, Mundo walks bodyguards. up. Yeah, I guess so. But Johnny Mundo yeah. walks up and he's like, Yo, I need to speak with Dario. And- and they're like, yeah, you do? Well, then what's the password? And Johnny Mundo just kicks them. Like, just beats the shit out of <laughs> them. Okay, them. yeah. Super kick. And then he, like, fucking chokes out Cortez Castro, <laughs> slams his head into the wall. <laughs> like, Cortez, it's dude. not even close. Like, last week, these two were fighting Johnny Mundo in a tag team match. That was 50-50. Booked 50-50. And this week, they just get murdered backstage by Johnny by himself. Uh-huh. And then he barges into Dario's office, and, and Dario is just terrified, okay? He's still wiggling his hands back and forth. He is pissing his pants. Um, and he says, hold on, Johnny. Hold on, Johnny. Hold on, Johnny. And then Johnny's like, tranquilo. I'm here to work for you, Dario, okay? Um, I, I know this is your temple, and I know that you want violence. And I want to give you that violence, okay? I want to provide that for you. So what I'm asking is if you can give me a match next week with Big Rick. And then Dario's like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, if if that's what you want, Johnny, absolutely, absolutely, you can have that match. Um, but then Johnny's like, okay, Johnny's like happy, he's contented, he's about to leave the office, and he turns his head back, and he's like, Dario, when I'm done I'm with him, shit out of you. Yeah, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you, <laughs> my boss, the man who is employing me, I will beat the hell out of you. Um, and it's so mean, because like, he's just doing him a favor, you know? Like, I know, right? Like, like, the thing is like, you want the match? Sure. And then he just threatens him with, like, violence towards the end. That's exactly. so messed up, dude. I How mean, is he the good guy here? Exactly. You know, he, he beats up two good it. Samaritans guarding their boss's office, okay? And dude, Those guys are working for their families, you know, Mr. Cisco. Yeah. Like, that guy's trying to support his family, dude. He, he was from the streets. He, he has so many children, Steven. Yeah. You're, you make a really great point. Um, Cisco, man. But, okay, so but then there's a commercial break after Johnny leaves the office and he gets his match with Big Rick. We come back from commercial, and we're back in Dario's office. Um, hey. And now it's Big Rick who's there with Dario, and um, it's it's him collecting money. He's collecting money from El Jefe, and um, he's basically like, "Hey, I just booked you in this match next week with Johnny. Um, sorry about that." And Big Rick is like, "I don't give a shit. Just pay me." And which I, that's <laughs> badass, you know? That's dude, awesome. Badass as fuck, dude. Um, I don't know. Like, I think he's like, um, what's it called? What, what's his game? He's like a hitman, right? That's his gimmick? I mean, I guess so, right? yeah. He's a, he's just paid murderer. Because honestly, Dario's like, no matter how much it costs, I don't care how much it costs, you need to put Johnny Mundo in the hospital. And Big Rick's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, I don't give a shit, dude. Yeah. He's me. <laughs> Which, I don't know. Dario, Big Rick mm -hmm. should have been like his gimmick in like WWE. 
in my opinion. Like, yeah. Fucking, oh my god, dude, who just does shit for money, dude? You know, exactly. That'd be sick. Big badass man. That would be badass. Um, but also, if Dario's goal here is to put uh Johnny Mundo in the hospital, why wouldn't he recruit Chavo? You know, this man has a track record. He he is so good at sending yeah. people to the hospital. He's put how many people in the hospital? At least one, right? At least one. Max Rita Sagrada probably went to the hospital. Um, Sexy Star sh should have gone to the hospital, but just no one cared about her, which is tough. They let her blood on the canvas. They did. They did. But yeah, I, I guess this is this is how, it, how it's going. We're getting the main event of next week. Johnny Mundo versus Big Rick. Are you excited, Steven? Yeah, I, sounds like ECW from 2009. A little bit. Are you, are you, oh, oh, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, like, I... What what is the the story here? Because like, why does Johnny have such a hard on for Big Rick? It's just because of I the think one. Because like they just beat him up that one yeah. night, right, and took his money. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That that's fair. But that's I feel really like it. yeah. But Johnny's already sort of got his comeuppance, or yeah, he, he's already sort of gotten his retribution. Well, he didn't get the hundred thousand dollars, but he yeah. did beat the shit. He beat Mr. Cisco and Cortez, and he I mean, scared Big away Rick Big Rick. Himself. I he guess. Didn't beat him up. No, you're right. Gotta show him a lesson, dude. You're absolutely right. So I guess that's what we have in store for next week. But Stephen, let us not forget about the uh -huh. other protagonist of Lucha Underground. Um, Prince Puma has another hype package. Um, Yo. The twentieth one. Just dude. Oh my <laughs> that's god! All it is. He's just hype packages of him just being up like sandbags. <sighs> Which like I can I can kind of make sense, right? Because now uh -huh. we obviously know Prince Puma. We know Ricochet. We have a character attached to him in that name. You know, Trevor. But at Trevor, you know, it, it's. It's Trevor. He can do a backflip sitting down. That Yo. man is so crazy, dude. That's badass. It's actually, have you seen that video? No. He's just sitting down, right? And he just does a backflip. Like crisscross? Yeah, like crisscross. There's it's no way. Really cool. No, it's a See, thing. When you're Look watching deep fakes, it did not happen. No, it's a thing. He like sits down, just does a backflip while sitting down crisscross. It's so badass, dude. You gotta watch it. Whatever. If Prince Puma did that, I'd say, yeah, that's badass. Uh -huh. But if Trevor does yeah. it, I'm like, that fucking nerd. How long have you spent practicing that? You know? How long in the gym has been jumping? <laughs> that's the question. But but basically, it's, it's another Prince Puma package. And I get it, because at yeah. the time, I mean, unless you're watching, what was it, like New Japan? You don't know really who Ricochet is, so he's... Was he in, like, PWG for a bit, or was that after? I mean, yeah, I think he's in PWG, but at the same time, it's not the, the place you it's go not... to build your character, you know? It's... That's... Yeah. Um, but... That's perfect for him, though. <laughs> no, it is. It kind of is. <laughs> no. You're not wrong. Um, but basically, it's uh, more punching bag footage, Stephen. It's mm -hmm. it's more Prince Puma just beating just up a really punching bag. He punching bags, man. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is like the least in-depth promo that we get of all of them, where it's, it's Conan narrating it again. And he says, his name is Prince Puma. He's fought all his life. Actually, all his lives. And <gasps> so, <gasps> I'm is thinking... reincarnation? Exactly. I'm like, does he also have the Ray Phoenix and Katrina gimmick? Um, or Mil Muertes gimmick? And no. Um, what Conan explains, he means that the mask has been passed on from generation to generation. Oh. So this answers our question from last week. Because remember when just we were... Just has the mask. Yeah. Just wears it every day. When we found out that, that Conan's friend found Prince Puma beating up some homeless people in an alley, we were like, uh -huh. did he have his mask on? I'm like, did he already have it ready to go? The answer is yes. Yes, he did. I just um, assume, like, he just goes grocery shopping with the mask on. Yeah. Sure. But if I'm him, I am too. You know, his hairline wasn't keeping up too well in 2014. We have to be honest. I mean, I think he looks pretty fine without it. This know? was pre-him shaving, you know? Oh, he should have shaved the first place. Yeah, yeah. He, he should have gone with it. But 
Um, basically, yeah, the mask has been passed on from century to century, and now Prince Puma's here to fight to for, for the love of his ancestors and to prove the haters wrong. Um, what haters? I don't know. What haters were there? I don't know. I don't know. He's this, he's this unknown dude from the streets. What hater? Yeah. Which, whatever. Whatever. Um, but that's that's the, the, the last package of the, the episode, Steven, before we get uh -huh. into our main event of the evening. Yo, Yo. Matt's out for this match on the floor. Matt's out? Hell yeah. They, they didn't get great. fucking... Yeah, well, they knew Chavo and, and Blue down. Demon weren't going to fucking be doing dive spots, you know? So <laughs> they saved them. They saved them for episode three. Um, and it's the three luchadors that Conan brought, um, brought to Dario's attention earlier in the night when Dario announced that the main event was going to be a triple threat. And it is Drago versus Pentagon Jr. versus Ray Phoenix all debuting in the temple. Um... Blue Drago, like, a known, like, luchador? I'm pretty sure in, like, AAA, he's, like, a bit of a character, okay. you know? Because he has, like, that lucha underground presence of, like, being, like, holy shit, it's a dragon man. But he's like that dude, just in Mexico. Engine's so badass, dude. Like, yeah. dragon dude, the tongue just walking out? Big pervert black oh, tongue? Cool. Yeah. yeah. From El awesome. Inframundo. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, And then, basically, Pentagon Jr. comes out, and Vampiro's like, yo... This guy has lore going back to like Mexican tradition. He represents the dark side of, of Lucha Libre. The yin and Yang of Lucha Libre. Exactly. Well, he's the dark side of the Yin and Yang, Steven. Oh. Um, and then Ray Phoenix they didn't really talk that much about. You know, they were like, hey, he's, he's cool. The new guy. Yeah, Phoenix he's is cool. A younger dude. Which kind of true, kind of true. Um, yeah. And then they, they talk more about like the visa problems clearing up. Like, I don't, is this a shoot or am I getting work? Were there visa problems? Is, I don't know. The script writer's like, hey, we don't, we want to rant real quick about the visa troubles we wait, have for this wait, show. Wait. This you makes know? so much sense. This is why Chavo Guerrero is the main character of Lucha Underground. It's because there were visa problems. They had no choice. They had five people on the roster. And oh my God, this makes so much more sense. It was just sexy star and Chavo Guerrero that did the build the entire first week around. This is bullshit, Steven. Um, what do you mean? I think it's for the better, dude. Chavo Guerrero, dude's story is legit. Yeah, yeah. I hope. It, it was also like the only story going on right now. Uh, I hope what happens is like <laughs> Chavo has all the story revolving around him. Like uh -huh. he's involved in everything. Mil Moretes, Dario, uh -huh. Blue Demon, Sexy he's Star. Be big trick next to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think what's gonna happen is remember Conan told him, "Yo, you gotta dip. You gotta dip like the immigration uh -huh. bill." Um, what if Chavo just never shows up again? You know, he just, <laughs> they could only afford him for three episodes. That was it. <laughs> Yo, man, you got a dip, dude. They're coming for you. No, not La Raza. Um, but uh, we get back to the triple threat match, Steven. And again, the visa problems are cleared up. And so all three of these luchadors want to make a first impression in the temple. Um, and I mean, it's just, this is the fun Lucha Underground style match that I think we get more match. of from like this point I forward. Think this was the only match so far with like a crowd reaction at all. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Puma and Mundo had the crowd like going oh, crazy. Oh, This one got really going on. Like, mm -hmm. really, really going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, because they were doing insane shit. Like, it was dive after yeah. dive after dive. And again, this is 2014 where it's not like 
as common or tropey, I don't think. Well, back then, it was just, what, the suicide dive? And that's all you got. Yeah, right? I mean, essentially, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how, like, the match starts. It's fucking a dive straight out the gates from Penta. Um, there's a sling blade, and then and Matt Striker's like, holy shit, he did Tanahashi's move. He's just a big, shit. big Tanahashi mark. He's a big NGW. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just an NGW, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, this makes sense. Um, and then, yo, Phoenix did his sick little rope thing where, like, he he hops on, like, the middle rope to the top rope to the middle oh. rope to the top Those rope. Those are so cool to watch. Oh, I like my that. God. He's insane. And they um, hold their hands, too. It's so nice. Yeah. And I don't know. Canonically, why are they holding his hand? Why are they like, holding... Why do they hold like, the Undertaker's hand for old school, you know? Like, why? Is it for, like, maximum damage? For, like, super like, strong like, grip. Are they trying to, like, yank him down? What do you... No, no, it's never the right. bad guy, like, who's like, Phoenix, hold my hand. It's Phoenix being like, hold my hand so I can balance myself so I can beat you up. You know, oh, you're misinterpreting. When when Undertaker does old school, what do you think is happening? Do you, well, just, like <laughs> yank him down like the opponent. They're so just, dazed. Like, oh, like you can't. That's why he got to hold his hand. Yeah, you can't like enter a match and in the first two oh. seconds do an old school. Okay, that's not gonna work. <laughs> you're, you're getting yanked nine <laughs> gotta times beat out of him ten. Up. You gotta give him dementia. <laughs> you <okay>? do. You <laughs> do. That's why they're remembering their past or their childhood in like, their mother's hand. Exactly. Like, old school is the perfect move if you're fighting someone like Vampiro. You know, just uh -huh. years of brain damage. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ideal opponent. Um, but basically, at one point, Steven, it's just, it's just crazy spot after spot after spot with the three of them. Um, and, and Ray Phoenix just, like, dips from the ring and goes up the stairs. And I'm like, oh. He's on the stairs. Okay. And Ray like, Phoenix, yeah, he's just gone. Like, no explanation. <laughs> commentary doesn't really acknowledge it. And then it's just Drago and Pentagon beating each other up on the outside. And then they cut to a wide oh. shot. And and Ray Phoenix is just on top of Dario's office, um, which <laughs> which Vampiro claims is 30 feet in the air. 30 which, feet? 30 That's whole crazy. feet. 30 um, whole feet. From which Ray Phoenix just dives off of. It just jumps right on top of, of oh, Pentagon God. and Drago. And it's insane. Um, and then we get- How do you do those spots where, like, you have to watch someone just jump on you? Mm -hmm. Like, what is the kayfabe there? What is the kayfabe? It's like, I, I assume they're thinking, I'm gonna catch this guy mm -hmm. and beat him up. Yeah. I, that's, that's my, like, continuity right there. That'd be pretty sick. That'd be pretty sick. It happens sometimes, you know? I just don't know from yeah. a 30-foot drop. That's my only concern. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. But then there are just, like, a shit ton of pile drivers all of a sudden, okay? Oh. Just Pentagon size package cool pile spot. driving everyone. I like that. That was a really sick looking pile driver though. Yeah. What was the most oh. insane thing though was like the pop-up like poison rana or whatever that Phoenix oh. did. It was insane. Um sick, and, and basically he he ends up winning off of it. And and yeah, that's uh, Ray Phoenix is, is the winner of the main event. He did a little head poke. I like the part where he patted his head for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he like <laughs> drummed on him like a bongo. It was crazy. It adds the damage to the the head spike at the end. It does. It disorients his opponent. You know, it's like the bell yeah. clap where you like slap behind their head. Is that? Is that <laughs> the bell clap. <laughs> the great okay. I'm a Austin Harry's mark. I love the bell clap. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, th this is pretty much the episode. Uh, uh, but I mean, kind of, because oh. then we cut from Ray Phoenix celebrating to to another like sort of backstage segment where um. It, I don't even know where this is, but it's Dario Cueto, and he's like a dark sort of, not office, but like a dark, like, chamber or something, you it's know? like in a prison cell. Yeah, like, like there are bars. Up here? Yeah. Um, and basically, Dario is just, like, pontificating. He's talking to himself, and, and he's oh. like, um, 
what was it? He said, oh, he's just, he's just complaining about Johnny Mundo, right? Which is fair enough. Johnny Mundo just like threatened to beat the Why shit out of fire him. Fire him. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, just fire the dude. Exactly. He's kind of an asshole. He just beats up your workers mm -hmm. off like when, I mean, I guess their job is being up each other, but like he did it off work hours, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. He... And then just threatened to beat you up. Like just fire him. Like, Precisely. I don't, I don't know. Precisely. He's supposed to fight in the temple in front of the believers, you know? Yeah. Not the office. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but basically, uh, Dario says that um, I won't be intimidated by by anyone, not Johnny Mundo, and not even you. And so, <gasps> I guess the implication is that he's in the room with someone. There's probably someone in that cage. Who I think would it be? it's Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio? He hasn't locked Rey up. Mysterio. He's gotten locked up, man. Uh -huh. That guy can boyaka boyaka got out of there. Wow. <laughs> this is long-term <laughs> storytelling. Because Rey Mysterio, mind you, if you go back to our podcast last week, Stephen, um, uh -huh. he is sitting out on his contract to WWE, refusing That's so to crazy. work. How wrestlers can be like, you know, I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna sit down and cater and get paid. Well, that's because they that's make insane. them independent contractors, right? So like, it's kind of uh -huh. their prerogative. Um, Do they still get paid if they sit down or sit out? I honestly, I I can't imagine. I suck. They might have a guarantee yeah. that they have to get paid, but I, I have no clue. Because yeah. I think a lot of I them mean, are paid on like a per appearance thing. But if they get fired, they just pay off the contract anyways, right? I assume right too, right? No, if you fire them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But either way, um, that's a good guess. I think it might be Rey Mysterio trapped Rey in Dario's Mysterio. cage. Yeah, that's Maybe very he's valid. Sinkara too. Oh my God. I hear he's free. No, Sinkara no. one. I think he's free, right? What about Green Man from Episode One, the one who asked us to come with us? Ooh, yeah. Green Man. Green Man. What about the guy from Episode Two who got beaten up by Chavo, that indie dude? Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. There are, there's a lot of speculation, Steven. It's running rampant. Um, it's but... like AEW. This is a debut every week. Yeah, let's go, let's go. We got some debuts to talk about later, Steven. But oh gosh. Um, that that is pretty much the episode. That was our little epilogue at the end with Dario saying that no one is going to intimidate him in his own temple. So we'll see where that leads. But to to do a little lore recap for this episode, um, Steven, what did we learn today on Lucha Ep we learned Lucha Underground episode that, three? Um, Big Rick gets paid the big bucks. Like, <laughs> dude, he was like, he was like, yo, man, I have enough cash, man. I got, I got my paycheck, dude. You can, I can write a check for you. <laughs> Big Rick's like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, uh, we did. We did. We um, learned that Matt, Matt Stryker, like, confirmed pervert, like, 100%. Coomer. Massive Coomer, Steven. Uh, Steven, I'm so excited for the current event segment in just a little while because I got a Coomer to talk about. That? No, 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 no. I think Matt Stryker's oh. doing okay. You know, I don't think he's doing too much in the year like of our Christian Lord. Dating show is pretty fine. Yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Once he got kicked out, then I guess it's not as fine for him. This is fair. We learned that Chavo Guerrero hates little people, you know? Mm -hmm. um, we learned that Vampiro then, hates Chavo. And the elderly. And the elderly, you know? Anyone that's not a man, which is understandable. Yeah. Or I guess a young man. Um, young, regular-sized man. I hear it's very specific. You're under six foot? I hate you. There's no way Chavo breaks six foot. No, no. way. Chavo's no. self-loathing. This explains so much. You're like platform shoes. Um, and, and then uh, I guess we also learned that, um, oh, Mil Mortez, it hates his fucking family and eats rocks. He eats that's rocks, cool. dude. That's so badass. That's awesome. As a baby, dude. As a little baby. As a little baby, man. Just picking up rocks and eating it. <laughs> that's so cool. What a intimidating guy. Good for him. Good for him, man. Yeah. For him. Um, and also, I guess Chavo stole something from him. 
Um, mm-hmm. Which makes you think. It makes you think. Maybe it was a rock. <laughs> Maybe he saw a rock outside. Like, I don't. Why is this here? It just kicks it. Oh my gosh! It just kicked it. That's just classic Chavo. In the parking lot, mm-hmm. you see this random rock. He's like, oh, I'm gonna kick that rock. Damn. And he's held it against them ever since. So, yeah. Steven, that was episode three of Lucha Underground, Crossing the Border. Um, I didn't think it was as strong as the first one. I thought the match at the end was better than yeah. all the matches so far. But the episode itself, I don't know. It was, just, it it was fine. Degraded, it was kind of you know? filler. I mean, I, I honestly, I'm mm-hmm. appreciating these episodes more and more because of all the mm-hmm. Chavo lore. You know, I really yeah. like the Chavo lore, even if it doesn't Chavo. make for like the best main matches. character Chavo, yeah. main event Chavo Guerrero. Uh huh. Um, but the main event was sick. I just, I they 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 made the whole entire main event eight minutes. Like they, they made it a sprint, which like it's it's a forty five minute show, which I uh-huh. so I get it. But like they could have given them longer, right? Maybe. Maybe eight minutes. That felt so. That's insane, mm-hmm. dude. It was a sprint. Like a TV match on like WWE. Yeah. It was a sprint, Steven. Um, but crazy. yeah, I, I, honestly, yeah, you're, you're kind of right. It wasn't like a super remarkable episode, but I mean, it was fun enough to watch. So we're, we're keeping so. track of the lore. We'll be back next week with more. But Steven, Yo. we got more important stuff to get to, okay? What? Uh-huh, we do. We do. What happened on this week of 2014? Let's find out. Yo, Steven. What up, Yo, man? we got to talk about what happened in the week of November 12th, 2014 in the world of professional wrestling. Oh my gosh, November 12th, 2014? That's the day. That's, That's the week. Crazy, I know. I know what so much stuff happened. At that time. Yo, what were we doing? Probably playing Splatoon or like Smash Bros. 2014 would have been our freshman year of high school. So yeah, I probably would have been playing Splatoon or Super Smash Bros. I was probably sure. also playing Splatoon and Super Smash Bros. Even yeah. we had very <laughs> similar much, habits. did we? <laughs> I think I might have. This has been might have been around the time I discovered Grade A under A, um, uh-huh. and I was just oh yeah, yeah that guy that guy <laughs> yeah. is doing really great right now. Uh huh. Yeah. So, well, um, so yeah, we were really living life. Is the point? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watching Filthy Frank. Heck mm-hmm. yeah, dude! And I'm be- I'm betting we were watching WWE Network, Stephen, because my first bit of news here is that Vince uh-huh. McMahon announced that free for the me- month of November what was going to be Survivor Series in the network. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, no nine ninety nine, zero dollars. Free for like a certain amount of time, or is it like, where it's like, hey, every other week it's free, guys. I mean, yeah, like, that was that's that was the entire existence of the WWE Network. Every other uh-huh. week, it was free. And also, even if it wasn't free, simply create a new email address. It was free. You know, that's all it does. <laughs> it's a ten-minute email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Stephen, legitimately, you get it for free forever. They didn't take your credit card info, which is the stupidest that's thing. Crazy. Whatever. Whatever. How much money did they lose because of that? I mean, I guess it was worth it at the end, huh? I mean, like, I guess. But. Pretty big. But I guess they were they were looking forward to Survivor Series. The network was still new, and they were like, "Hey, we got to get eyes on our big show because this is when yeah, people Survivor still... Series match being hyped up, dude. Yo, let's go Team really Cena versus Team, Team Authority. Team Authority, man. Can't wait to watch that in a couple weeks. Did I? I don't know if I watched that live or not. I might have. I would have, yeah. Because I, I, I start. You know what's messed up, Steven? You know I would never uh-huh. pirate something. I would never watch or stream something illegally. But fourteen-year-old uh-huh. JC or thirteen-year-old JC, right before the network came out. Is like right when he became like the biggest mark he's ever been and uh, so like it was the elimination chamber pre-ww network and that was the oh first show gosh. i ever watched um without i think the first one i ever watched probably was like payback when it was like our truth from the miz oh shoot in the, the rock, rock. 
That was awesome. <laughs> that's like the only, that's the first time I pirated like a wrestling match ever. Oh my God, that was sick. Did you enjoy the but, match? No, it was a really bad <laughs> no. stream. It, it would just like stutter like every like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. So like one second, like art. And then like cut to like the rock doing like a rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And that, that's it. And that it, the match is over at that point. You yeah, know? the match is it, over. It's the credits. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was interesting that like, because it's still the early days of the network, um, which is uh -huh. like cool to know and that they're, they're clearly struggling for um, subscribers. But one of I the... I mean, mm -hmm. it's wrestling, you know? Like, it's really hard to like advertise that, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, were like, there shows at the time? There was like Legends House, right? Yeah, it wasn't nearly the like the fully fleshed yeah. out thing that it became with like Table for Three I, and Swerve. The Christian show was pretty cool. That was not like, for a while yet. You know, that was like uh, 2016. Was mm -hmm. That stinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, another big announcement to come out of that week of, of wrestling, Steven, is the fact that the announcer, good old Jim Ross, was going mm. to be coming out of retirement in order to commentate for Wrestle Kingdom 9. He was going to be, Yo. yeah, because this was That's around like that weird ass time when Jeff Jarrett had a partnership with New Japan because like he had was that the TNA one. Not I don't think it was TNA yet because it was Global okay. Force Wrestling, which was Jarrett's thing, right? Oh, yeah. After yeah, he yeah. left TNA and eventually that does become impact, right? Uh -huh. Like in 2016, 2017, yeah, merged together. but yeah, in 2014, yeah. it's just GFW and they're partnered with New Japan and they're going to like stream in the US Wrestle Kingdom like for New Japan, mm -hmm. right? And so, basically, also, Jeff Jarrett joined the Bullet Club, like, around this time, what? too. Yeah, in August of that year, Jarrett joined Crazy. Bullet Club and just beat the shit out of Tanahashi. Which Bullet Club is this? This was AJ Bullet Club. AJ Bullet Club? Yeah. Dang, and that's insane. Why I was know. Jeff Jarrett in the Bullet Club? Was, was that, like, the deal? Like, I gotta be in the Bullet Club. <laughs> I think so. He doesn't mark for himself. This was back when the Bullet Club was pretty big, right? Or, yeah. Uh, AJ? Uh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. When did the I t-shirt mean, start selling out? Was that during the AJ era? It was like end of AJ era, like the very okay. like tail end of AJ era. Okay, so because okay. I remember for a time you'd go outside and you know who's like the biggest mark because he wore a Bullet Club T-shirt. Like yeah, you'd I mean, know, like that guy is a fucking mark, dude. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. But the uh, Avatar on Twitter too, like their profile pics. The Bullet oh Club no, Club I forgot well. about that. That's People did do worst, that. Oh. That's the worst one, man. Oh, Steven, I'm gonna change my background on on Twitter to be a Bullet Club logo like, right now. You know that guy's a mark when oh. he has the Bullet Club logo as like his avatar. Yo, in 2021, Twitter. if they are 2022. Oh, in 2021, dude. No, it's 2022. 2022. Holy shit, dude. This is insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, so maybe basically, really big Jay White fans. Maybe, I don't maybe. know. <laughs> no one's a big Jay White fan. <laughs> um, Tanahashi gets his head smashed in by Jeff Jarrett, and they all like hug with AJ. Um, but that was in August. That was not November. In November, <laughs> it was just Jim Ross being like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna call New Japan," which was like, it it, it set the course Yay. of wrestling. You know, it, it determined what wrestling would be in in 2022. Does he match that style like wrestling though, like Jr. Um. I think he did a pretty good job when he replaced Mauro Ronaldo on like the mm -hmm. the Access show in like 2016. But that was later because like this is like one of his first things coming back, right? It was just like this other style of wrestling. Yeah, I don't know. Jim Ross, Weird. when he's motivated, <laughs> like Randy Orton, when he's motivated. <laughs> when he's motivated, he's the best commentator in the world. Dude. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know. I think Randy's doing really good right now. Like with the RK Bro stuff. I yeah. think it's pretty fun. I think so. I think so. Um, Jim Ross on commentary. You know, he's doing, <laughs> I mean, he's definitely commentating. Was um, this before we went like crazy? Y yes. 
Yeah. Okay. J I mean, I don't. Have you seen that tweet he did where he posted like his mates like? It was his her ass. Yeah, it's a, a little <laughs> selfie with his mates like ass poking out of like an apron or something. Oh my god. So horny. Dude, this guy's a coomer, dude. Hell yeah, he is. Why are commentators coomers? Well, I mean, this is a great. Who's the other guy? Who was the face fucking guy on the airplane? <laughs> oh shit, Tom Phillips. <laughs> Tom Phillips. I can't wait to face oh fuck. Oh my you. god, Tom <laughs> Hannafan. You're right. Cheating Yo. on his wife. <laughs> Yo. Good for Tom. You, you've seen Tom's current girlfriend, right? No, I have not. Oh my, cheating on his wife was the smartest thing that man ever did. The you one know, like, dude, on the airplane that he was gonna face fuck on the airplane. I don't think so, cause I'm pretty sure the I, I could be wrong about this. I, this is my memory, but I'm pretty sure the girl he said he was gonna face fuck on the airplane yeah. <laughs> outed Tom Phillips to his to his wife, um, or and fiance rather. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen, did you did you find his girlfriend? I did not. How'd you not find his girlfriend? I just look at Tom Phillips. I look up Tom. Phillips look up girlfriend. Tom Phillips' girlfriend. Jamie, look it up right now. Jamie, pull it up, Jamie. Jamie, pull it up. Steven, I need you to do this. This is urgent. This is urgent. It can't be that hard. Maybe it is hard because Russell with the plot is gone. You know, maybe the images maybe. don't exist anymore. Maybe. This you know so why Russell the plot died, by the way? <laughs> why apparently. is that? Apparently, I, I, I looked it up the other day. Apparently, it was like, was it the Iconics and their OnlyFans getting posted there? No. And it was like a copyright thing. Oh, shit, from their OnlyFans? Yeah, so the Iconics no. killed Wrestling with the Plot. They killed Wrestle with the Plot? <laughs> yeah. Shit. Was it worth it, though? Because, like, apparently their OnlyFans is a ripoff. It was just their Instagram pictures. Damn it. This yeah. sucks. Where am I supposed to go for all my Wrestling Plot content now? There's Wrestle with the Package. That one's pretty good. Yeah, we tried promoting our podcast on Wrestle with the Package, but they said, fuck off. They said, what? we're actually banning you. Yeah. Dude. Wait, they banned us? I mean, they didn't let us post. <laughs> you know? I know. Maybe even have Karma. Oh, maybe. maybe. Maybe we need to like be part of the community. One day we can share the Johnny Mundo picks. Hopefully, on us with the plot. Gosh, I hope so. Package, <laughs> the package of course. <laughs> Plot's gone. The Iconics killed it. This oh, we don't have enough for plot, do we? For plot? We have Chavo. sexy star. But I don't want to put sexy star. Oh, plot. Oh, you're right. You with know? plot. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got Evilise. Remember the girl from Puerto Rico? Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, maybe. Masquerita Sagrada. We don't know what's going on under that mask. So, you well, know. Fiction's Vampiro in package. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Dude, we gotta, cause Vampiro was never a looker, I have to be honest. Um, <laughs> we should, we just spam it. Um, I think that's the way to go. But, okay, Steven. Um, the, the, how did we not talk about that on the news segment last week? They wrestled the plots dead. That's so sad. Oh man, that was really big. Damn, really big we could have made that into a TikTok. That's you devastating. Think, you think Meltzer knows about this? Meltzer knows about Wrestle with the Plot? You Do you think Meltzer reported on Wrestle with the Plot? <laughs> you think WN sources say that Wrestle with the Plot has been banned on Twitter? Because <laughs> someone got the scoop about the Iconics being the ones, you know? Someone Yo. had to have. Like, who reports on that? I can see Sean Ross Sapp reporting on Wrestle with the Plot. You know, Ross, yeah, like, <laughs> and being really into Versus it. Versus League, the rest of the plot has been banned by the Iconics. Damn. Did I tell Wait, you? I, about, I, I think I did tell you. Sean Ross Sapp was just looking at my LinkedIn the other day. Oh, yeah, I saw That's that. That's awesome. You, yeah, thank you. Thank That's you. That's how we get big by leeching off of Sean Ross. Let's go. Um, mm -hmm. But okay, Steven, other big news in November 2014, uh, week of the 12th, is that um, this guy, this former WWE superstar by the name of Phil Brooks, um, has just mm -hmm. signed a contract 
with Marvel Comics. Um, Yo, to be one of the worst comic runs ever known in what Marvel. What are you talking about? He he was announced that he was going to be a writer for Thor Annual Number One. Well, he wasn't a writer for Thor Annual Number One. He was like in a story in Thor Annual Number One. So he wasn't like even a, little, a writer. Like, he was a character. No, he was a writer. He wrote like a little part of it. Like okay. it was like a like a bunch of mini stories, right? Mm -hmm. And he ended up writing one part of a story. Okay, I guess. So he wrote so part like, of it. Like okay, it's probably like three pages. Of oh, writing cool. Yeah. And then it was the so Drax stuff. Yeah, and the Drax stuff is considered to be one of the worst comics ever written by, like, a guest writer, I think. Okay. This is so, sad. They're just a hater, honestly, you know? Yeah. They're just, yeah, there's WWE Mark, honestly. Let's, let's just read. Let's read on Goodreads. Uh huh. There's a 3.6 star rating on Goodreads. Okay, that's not bad. It could be worse. It could be, we could do a. Stephen, we're already doing the Lucha Underground comics. We could also read all the CM Punk comics on the podcast. Yeah. Uh huh. How many done? How many has he done? I have no clue. You're the com again. You're the comic book person, Steven. I know he's on Thor anyone. I remember that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically that was announced is that Punk was gonna join, and I remember being pumped. It's like again, little freshman me, um, in high school being like, yeah. hell yeah. Um, I like CM it? Punk. Um, I pretend to like comic books, and then no, I didn't yeah. buy it. No, it was, it was... You didn't buy Thor anyone number one. No, it was so expensive. But, yeah, it was like five bucks or six bucks. Right. It was way more than that. No, that's not it should cost like six dollars no because like it's like a thicker it's a thicker comic ain't no way it's not 22 pages it's like 50 pages whatever whatever no. um but basically too steven around this time wwf the, i guess i don't know who has access to this information um probably dave and um they, they ended up finding TV. out that wwe has put in an order for ascension merchandise um yo i know I, I, who could that be? And then also, Wait, did, well, no. Is it a team yet, or is it just like yeah? No, they're a team. They were actually they okay, okay. they made a bunch of merchandise and they were backstage at Raw that week. So everyone's like, oh, ooh, the Ascension might debut, which is like. I mean, they're pretty hyped, right? Like they're like what? Un they're 300 days of like tag team champs, I think, right? I mean, they were hyped in such a small context. They were hyped in a, a little training facility in Florida. You know, there's yeah. a difference. Dude, um, essentially they're sick, dude. Okay. I guess. Back in the days of their war, <laughs> their road warrior gimmick. Well, this was the era of NXT AJ. where Steven watched and Steven told JC to watch and JC oh, told yeah? Steven to fuck off. You know? That's... Dude, I remember telling you, hey, JC, this Adrian Neville versus TJ. Was it. What's his name again? TJ. Wilson. No. TJ Wilson? Yeah. Is that his? Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd, there it is. I don't know. You're such I a Mark, like, Steven, okay? Dude, I was, oh, I only know like, his shoot name. Oh, was, dude, for a second. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I remember telling you about this Tyson Kidd match with Adrian Neville, right? Being really good. And you watched it, and the next day, like, Steven, that match was so boring and predictable. <laughs> like, oh man. I mean, I was never oh, a man. Tyson Kidd guy. I got maybe well, my, I changed awesome, my tune. Dude, dude I with was the fucking... bangs? The Charlie. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I didn't watch him back then. I, I, I was tried and true Raw and SmackDown boy, you know? That's Smackdown what it was. Boy. I was a SmackDown dude, boy. You missed out on Bo Dallas, dude. Okay. <laughs> I was a huge fan of main roster Bo. Don't you worry. The main roster Bo was so sick when it started. Hell I wish yeah. they kept up with that. Man, that, that was a good gimmick. It was a good I gimmick. Thought. So many good, good gimmicks. Gimmick, um, and so then many good gimmicks. I, I wasn't able to find too much news this week, Stephen. Um, for back oh. in in 2014, the last thing I found is just a contract update for Rey Mysterio, where <laughs> WWE was going to work Mexico, and they really <laughs> wanted Rey. They're like, Rey, hey, it makes please sense. Please right? come to Mexico. We will give yeah. you so much money. And Rey Mysterio said, "Guys, 
kindly fuck off. And he, <laughs> he refused to work in Mexico. Dude, what a, that's so fucking badass, dude. I don't remember, like, him leaving WWE being, like, this, like, like, not chaotic, but, like, this tense, you know? Like, bad blood. Was he just, like, not in the mood to wrestle? Like, was he just burnt out, right? I guess, but, like, he, he, I mean, he leaves WWE and goes straight into wrestling elsewhere. You know? Oh. I, so Maybe I know. just really, like, was like, you know what? I fucking hate the Fed, bro. <laughs> baby. Bro. I'm all elite now, baby. Yo. Well, again, he's probably, he, he's clearly in talks with Lucha Underground. He's hanging out in Dario's cage. We simply can't yeah. forget. So, Steven, I, I, this was all the news I could find. An underwhelming week. Um, You know, Punk is writing comics. Know, not as underwhelming. What's that? This week of today in wrestling. I want to hear about my favorite story from this week. Do I want to hear about your favorite story from this current week in professional wrestling? This current week in professional wrestling. Nothing would make me happier, Steven. Tony Chimmel? Okay. What's that? <laughs> what the fuck? What? Yeah, I was reading this article today. Apparently, like, Tony Chimmel, former WWE, like, was it announcer? Uh-huh. Just works with Trader Joe's now. And he's like, yeah, that's oh. awesome. <laughs> Dude, the guy's so like, sweet. Yeah, is sick as fuck. Damn, they didn't like set him up for life? Tony Chimmel doesn't like have... I mean, I assume he's like a manager position where he gets like 6k, right? Damn it. I assume. Unless he's like a cashier. And it's like, you just like go to Trader Joe's and just this cashier has a really nice voice, you know? And it's Tony. It's Mr. Chimmel. Mr. Tony Chimmel. God damn, Mr. do you know where? Or like, where, where in the country is, is goddamn Trader Joe's Tony Chimmel? I don't know. Let me look it up. Please I'm do. This is right important now. information. Maybe, it doesn't, maybe it's like in his hometown of Gorilla. Of Gorilla. Steven, where the fuck is Gorilla? <laughs> Steven, <laughs> where's Gorilla? It just says Gorilla. It does not. There's no way it says Tony Chimmel's hometown is Gorilla. Oh, no. It said Gorilla Monsoon owned part of the business. Okay. Different Trader guy. Joe's? Yeah. No, Trader... No, he did not. <laughs> really fucking Gorilla Monsoon's part of Trader Joe's now. Steven, what are you reading? You're just... You're, you're on kfabenews.com, you know? You're on kfabe commentary. You, <laughs> no, what the I'm fuck? kfabe news. This is a real thing. Tony Chimmel just works at Trader Joe's. After COVID happened. You're definitely on Kayfabe News. No, I'm You're not. You're definitely on Kayfabe News. There's no way. Gorilla Monsoon does not hold equity in Trader oh, Joe's. Okay. It just popped up. I thought Gorilla Monsoon was like a person, like a like a city for a bit. Okay. Like I'm it in real life. Crazy. Like for shoot, Steven thought. Like as a little yeah, kid, you were like, oh, you know. But yeah, here's the article about it okay. that I found on WrestleZone. That was my favorite story this week. Okay, thank you for that, Steven. That was very cute. Mm-hmm. It's gonna really suck to edit. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no. gonna really... It'll be awesome. Um, well, Steven, let's also talk about AEW Dynamite from this week, okay? I just oh, sort of have wow. it as one news topic because a lot happened. Um, yeah. Which, we talked about debuts earlier, um, mm-hmm. which... Tony loves his debuts, you know? Tony loves his debuts. Every week. Every week. Every week, baby. Um, so this week, we got the debut of Buddy Matthews. Wow. Wow. Wow, Buddy Matthews. I love Buddy Matthews. You had a match of Okada? Uh-huh. That's cool. Um, Basically... <laughs> Um, El tri- Triangulo de la Muerte, Stephen, was fighting uh-huh. the Kings of the Black Throne. Um, very cool names for both teams, by Kings the way. Kings of the Black Throne? Uh-huh. <laughs> what is that I name? I don't fucking know. What is El Triangulo <laughs> de la Muerte? Huh? 
<laughs> Did they already have a name for like the their team already for Phoenix and Pinta? The Lucha Bros? Yeah. Yeah, but but Phoenix is out right now. It, it was just Penta oh. and it was Neville or Pack. Oh. So it, it was Pack and, and Penta versus the, the Kings of the Black Throne. Um, the Kings of the Black Throne, dude. And I guess the Kings of the Black Throne have a new member, um, another king added uh where he, yeah buddy matthews debuted where like he, the lights went out and he popped up while they were doing a post-match beatdown on penta and pack why is everyone every debut gets the blackout lights Yo, it's like so nowadays. cool you know buddy is matthews it, has those powers buddy matthews? Yeah. what's his gimmick <laughs> what do you mean like a sorcerer now hell yeah where he turns off the lights what do you mean no he's a king of the black throne it's obvious he has spooky powers okay because he, okay. he's like teasing it like oh he's gonna help pack and penta and he's and, like dressed up he's just buddy matthews I mean, yeah, he's just in his WWE gear, and then yeah. um, basically the same gimmick he did with like the Seth Rollins one, where he's like his apprentice. Like, I guess, but because well, yeah. Malachi Black pisses himself when Buddy shows up, okay, he falls onto the floor and is like he's pleading him off, uh -huh. right, or begging him off. And he never lost one match to him, did he? I don't really remember. Like, like they they kept okay. playing it like, oh, these two have so much history. Like, I did guess they? like they fought they like, were like a TLC or something, but who cares? No, but like, if I remember correctly, Malachi Black just beat them in like every match they had ever. I mean, I, I would believe that, yeah. But um, like, it, I don't know. But cool, Buddy Matthews dude, is in up. I'm so happy that they decided to do Jay White on the same show as Keith Lee in the lamest way possible last week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where he just walks in the frame and he's like, hey guys, it's me, Jay White. Hey guys. <laughs> It's such a live debut. Which is so messed up because like Tony yeah. Khan on Twitter basically admitted like, hey guys, I fucked up. When I said like the forbidden door was going to be broken down, like I forgot what I even meant by that. So like last minute I got Jay White. I hired Jay White, which is just because like I lied to you guys. I, I had to what? hire him. Like I hired him out That's of necessity. Such a dumb tweet. Like why are you saying that for one? And then also like who cares if you violated the own rules of your little forbidden door? You're like no one's <laughs> no one's upset, man. It's fine. <sighs> Poor Jay White. I just think AEW just aren't gonna have too many people in their roster. It's gonna really suck when layoffs happens. Maybe. Maybe. Layoff. I mean, I don't Who's think. Gonna... Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do like layoffs. It, it's it's gonna be a no. thing where like I, I, my understanding, at least contract endings. Because I mean, I'm no expert, Steven. I'm just a little Mark who listens to his podcast. Okay. Right. Um, and right. my podcasts tell me that AW signs people to shorter deals generally. So mm -hmm. I think it's more just like people are letting them go and letting contracts run out instead okay. of you know, um, uh, what's it called like breaking contracts midway through. So but they gotta like sign Buddy Murphy for a bit, right? I mean, not Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews. I mean, yeah, well, right? fucking, he's the, wasn't he's Tony Nese's, Tony Nese's contract was two weeks long, you know? They brought him in to lose to Sammy, and they're like, fuck the off, dude. The hottest free agent ever? <laughs> the hottest free Tony agent. Nese. It's so sad. It's so sad. Um, but, but Steven, okay. That, Buddy okay. Matthews debut is very cool, awesome, cool. Wow. But also, this episode of Dynamite was pretty sick, honestly. Mm -hmm. Because, and I'm looking to one segment in particular, and that is when MJF came out, okay? And he had his promo. And we talked a little bit about this like the other day, but I'm going to talk about it again because MJF, he comes out to the ring and this is after last week where CM Punk had the little photo of, of them two at an autograph signing back when MJF uh -huh. was like a little little kid, right? How old is he when he met CM Punk? I, I think he was like maybe like a preteen or something like that. Like maybe like, maybe okay. not even, like maybe like 10 or something. But basically okay. Punk like pulls out the photo and was like, MJF, this was like the biggest day of your life. And for me, it was just a Friday, 
right? Which is like, <laughs> damn, oh, okay. Dang, that's such a good line. And then basically MJF was there at ringside when Punk said that, and he didn't say anything. MJF just like sort of turned around, like sad and left. I was like, oh my God, poor MJF. Aww. And so this week MJF comes out and he's just by himself in the ring. And he's like, Aww. Punk, last week you, you had a photo. You had a photo of me at a meet and greet with you back when I was 10 years old. And you said for you, that was just any other Friday. And um, for me, it was the biggest day of my life. And you were right. It was the biggest day of my life, okay? Because I, w when I was a little kid, when I was in high school, I, I didn't fit in. I didn't have many friends. My life isn't as easy as everyone thinks it was for me. I, I have so many learning disabilities. I have ADHD. I, making friends was hard for me. I couldn't focus in school. Who's the heel here? I know, right? <laughs> Wait, is Punk because like the good guy in this situation? Well, like, He's I'm, an asshole. Well, me, it's... I am so confused. Like, because normally MGF uh -huh. does this kind of stuff where he like starts being vulnerable and like uh -huh. he tricks the crowd and is like, actually, mm -hmm. fuck you guys. That's a lie. I'm cool. You suck. <laughs> and so, I think my favorite MJF lines like, video games, video games, video games, you fucking virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but basically, <laughs> basically, um, MJF is, is listing off all this stuff and I'm a little confused. I'm like, clearly this is a bait and switch. Clearly he's going to be like, haha, you guys are losers. But he's like, uh -huh. and like my life sucked. And, it, but in high school, I, I was one of like, what, two Jewish kids to try out for the football team. And like the crowd was like, woo! It was like, yeah, we got some Jews in the house. And the crowd went crazy. <laughs> the Jewish community. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The Jewish community. And, and, um, uh, he, he ends up talking about like, and I made the football team and I, and I loved football. I became linebacker and I was excited. And that next day at school, that Friday, I was pumped because it was my first day on the team and my teammates were coming up to me. And, and I, 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 again, like I thought I was going to be able to make friends and I was so excited about that. And, but they, all my teammates, they had these like rolls of quarters in their hands. And what they decided to do was to take those quarters and throw yeah. them at me as hard as they possibly could. And then they said, what? pick them up, Jew boy. And then the crowds like popped when he said that a little bit. Not like, not like a big pop, but like you could uh -huh. hear people cheering. I was like, what? Guys, Wait, they no. cheered for him like coming out or cheered for him like getting hit by quarters? Cheered for him getting hit by quarters and being called that. Um, Who's the heel here? Exactly. But like, I, but again, like I, I, the audience is sort of, I think on the same wavelength I was a little bit ago where it's like, clearly MGF is going to like do a bait and switch. But I, at this point I'm like, no, he can't do that. That's, I mean, that's a slur, right? Like he, yeah, he just said a slur. Um, he's like recounting a traumatic experience. Um, uh -huh. and, and then, uh, he, he basically is like, but, but uh, he's like, but you know what? That was, that was cool. And I, I was fine, okay? I, I was able to get over it because I knew later that day I was going to meet my hero. I was going to meet my favorite professional wrestler. I was going to meet CM Punk at an autograph signing. Mm -hmm. And he basically makes it out to be like this really big deal for him. And it's like, yeah, that like that was the biggest day of his life. And it's kind of shitty of Punk to be like so dismissive about it. And he's like, he, he goes on to explain a bunch of other stuff about how um, basically when Punk quit on wrestling, yeah. So did MJF. That man was his hero. And so when he saw that Punk, the best in the world, couldn't like cut it, how, what were the odds that MJF, some short guy, some 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 short Jewish short? kid? I mean, yeah, MJF's pretty short. Is he? I don't know. Steven, he's probably like shorter than me. I have to be honest. Hey. Yeah, he's like jacked though, dude. He is. He's pretty jacked. He's pretty jacked. But yeah. the thing is, like, how how can a kid like me, this kid getting quarters launched at him and like bullied on the football team? 
if, if CM Punk can't make it, the best in the world can't make it, how the hell am I supposed to? And so he stopped pursuing wrestling. Until like one day in college, he saw a photo of Punk and CM or and Daniel Bryan shaking hands and blah 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 blah, and eventually got back into it. But basically, saying that Punk, you gave up on wrestling, and you, you know what? Like I'm not I'm not here to be like, oh, I, I hate you for that. Ha! Like why'd you leave? You quitter! You quitter! It's like no, you you let me down, and you let down thousands and thousands of other people just like me. I quit on my dreams because of you. Oh my god! And yeah, uh huh. <laughs> what is this promo? I know. Insane. It's absolutely insane. And uh-huh. and so he, he's like, so and when we're in a dog collar match, when we have our dog collar match um, at, at, at a double or nothing or revolution, whatever the pay-per-view is, punk, uh-huh. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to quit because that makes me as good as you. Okay. That make, that puts me on your level and I'm not uh-huh. a quitter. And so like, this is basically the. <laughs> The promo. It's like a face promo right yeah. here. And then. Oh my god, dude. And then. It's like 2012 John Cena promo. CM Punk comes out and they don't do the music. Like, they don't do anything. Like, CM Punk, like, is st- like not storming to the ring, mm. but, like, he's, like, speed walking to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's a little, like, and he, like, puts his arm. <laughs> he puts his hands out to MJF. He's yeah. like, is, is, that, is that true? And, but he's not on microphone or anything. He's like, he's just asking him, right? Is, is that true? And you're like, you sort of hear him mm. from like the, the camera mic. And MJF like yeah. sort of mouths to him. It's true. And then he turns around and walks out of the ring. And that's the segment. <laughs> what the fuck? I know. And then Steven. <laughs> that's so weird. Steven. Uh? That's the segment. And then they cut to commentary where it's Tony Schiavone, JR and Excalibur. And it's uh. Tony Schiavone. And he's like, I never thought I'd say this, but. I kind of feel bad for the kid, like, you know, ADHD is a real problem. (laughs) (gasps) ADHD? Was that what he got from the promo? And Tony's like, yeah. ADHD, man. I have some, I gotta cure it. My son, he struggles with ADHD too. And it's like, it's a very serious problem for kids these days. What it's is like, autism speak kind of like thing right here? MJF just went on a promo uh, <laughs> about how he was bullied for being Jewish. The most anti-Semitic stuff. He was assaulted for being Jewish uh-huh. in high school. Quit on his dreams. All this kind of stuff. <laughs> ADHD <laughs> is very serious. <laughs> he's got, yeah, I can't believe he's got ADHD. What? That's crazy. Oh my god. But that's insane. Minus Tony Shivani. <laughs> being fucking crazy it was a great segment like mgf killed it like honestly 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 good for mgf i don't know like i'm kind of mixed on him sometimes like Mm -hmm. sometimes the promos are really good and sometimes just really lame i would agree wholeheartedly yeah this i assure you this was a very good one it was a very good one yeah I like this entrance where he made out with that one girl. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty badass entrance. That is badass. Um, and then another promo that happened on Dynamite that week, Steven, was uh, Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho, where basically it's confirmed that the two of them are also going to be fighting at the pay-per-view, like one-on-one. Uh-oh. No, boring. that sounds awesome. What? Match-wise? Chris, I don't know. I just can't watch Chris Jericho matches anymore, dude. Chris Jericho's getting like, back current. in shape. You see his abs? Is he? Yeah. Some dude Is on Twitter abs? accused him <laughs> of getting abs? ab implants. They took a screen. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, see this? He was like, reports are all pointing to Chris Jericho getting ab implants in a photo of the abs. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Jericho responded like, fuck off, dude. No, they're not. <laughs> well, are they? So, no, they can't be. Chris Jericho can't get ab implants, right? 
<laughs> I don't know. Oh, I hope not. I don't know. I remember like this one time he posted like a selfie and like talking in his stomach. Oh, I remember that. As possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Chris. I feel bad for Chris. That guy's hitting like his like 50s, right? Yeah, he he's... must be like having crises right now. He is. He, his, he like, wants shape. to be young, you know? He, he wants guy. to start all his catchphrases. GFY. <laughs> it's so funny, yeah. Steven, that Chris Jericho started trying to get the catchphrase GFY going, right? GFY. On Dynamite. And then the uh -huh. very next week, John Moxley he returns from like being away for months. And the first uh -huh. thing he says is, yo, that guy can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> Takes all the steam out of Chris Jericho's thing. For Jericho. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, but no, I think Kingston versus Jericho should be cool. And basically yeah. the story there, and also the promo, like the, the back and forth they had on Dynamite was really, like really good. Like I would recommend mm -hmm. checking that out too, where um, basically Jericho's like, Eddie, like I, I, like everyone was so excited about you when it was announced that you were signing with AEW. Like all the boys in the locker room loved you. And honestly, I didn't know who the hell they were talking about. I thought they meant Eddie Edwards, um, uh -huh. which I was like, okay, that's, I mean, that's- Eddie Edwards? is all elite yo yo <laughs> yo um and uh he was like yeah i thought you were eddie edwards and, but then when i saw you i was like fuck i don't give a shit about this guy you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so many burials just like naming other wrestlers um and but then he was like uh, over time though like I, I saw that like the crowd saw something in you and, and i uh -huh. saw something in you and like you were you were like destined to succeed and you were destined to become a baby face and eddie kingston was like what the fuck's a baby face <laughs> which i thought was pretty funny <laughs> what the fuck yeah um i like his like theme i think his theme is pretty cool eddie kingston's yeah hell yeah let's go be badass uh, what do you think about uh judas steven judas uh -huh. dude they they tried so hard to put that song dude chris jericho's like main thing right now is hey guys i'm in a band hey guys did you know that hey guys i'm in a band did you know i'm in a band guys you know yo <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome oh uh, jerick i feel so bad for the man but okay i mean do you he's like rich <laughs> he's super rich I, I don't know yes i guess i guess you see his son his son's gonna be a star one day steven is he yeah is he, he is, or is he like sports? he's in football right now you know but he's oh. i assume he'll be a wrestler eventually um but he, the, the story between jericho and kingston is that uh jericho is saying eddie the reason you you haven't succeeded yet you know isn't because like you're afraid of failure right mm -hmm. like the reason you haven't hit it big the reason you're not the star you want to be isn't because you're afraid of failing the reason is because you're afraid of succeeding because you know the moment that you do succeed the moment you do reach the top you're gonna fall right off the other end you know you're, you're not gonna be able to sustain it you're it'll it'll be a blimp in time you know right. or a blip in time and right. eddie kingston's like fuck off and then they're gonna fight so you know yo <laughs> yeah when does this pay-per-view happen again I think like March 6th or something. It's beginning Dang. of March. Yeah, yeah. That Saturday, I'm pretty sure. So okay. it should be fun. It should be fun. Um, but that was basically what I had for AEW. Oh, and then also Swerve signed with AEW. I don't think we talked about oh, that yeah, last that. week. That's is badass. it part of the Boiler Club too, or is that someone else? I don't think I don't know. so. No, because he fought Jay White. But okay. also Jay White turned on Tama Tonga, I think. So I have no clue. Oh, so is Jay White no longer part of the Boiler Club now, or? I have no fucking clue, Steven. It's Tama also Tama confusing. Do people still care about the Bullet Club in 2022? No. People haven't cared about Bullet Club since September of 2018. You know, like it's just, oh, yeah. it's unfortunate, but that's how it went. Yeah. This whole company's whole thing is started from the Bullet Club. I just thought it was so funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> Good for them, though. Good for them. 
So also this past Sunday, uh, Elimination oh. Chamber happened over in oh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia yeah, let's go. I should even. Saudi Arabians, dude. Yeah, I don't know if it was on Sunday actually. It might have been like Saturday. Uh, I think it's Saturday. Some, I, it's Saturday. No clue. I'm pretty sure. But Elimination Chamber happened, and uh -huh. like, I we have a new WWE champion. Yo, Yo. Brock Lesnar is now like defeated every black world champion in the <laughs> WWE. In history. In history. In, in history. Well, they tried protecting Lashley by making him have like a shoot concussion. Mm-hmm. Like, the <laughs> they tried protecting Lashley by giving him a shoot concussion. <laughs> so what happened was like, Seth Rollins did this like powerbomb thing, right? Against yeah. Lashley's pod. And he was in the pod, right? And mm -hmm. Lashley's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. oh, I can't wrestle anymore, no. guys. And that's why they wrote off Lashley. So, so like, they made him look yeah. like a fucking bitch. Well, he never got pinned or submitted in the chamber. But he still but, looks like a bitch. Yeah, that's crazy. They, I mean, he's a champion. I get it. But like, they flew him yeah. to Saudi Arabia to like be pulled from a match like that <laughs> quickly. That's crazy. Actually, man, insane. Poor um, but I mean, the match because like, I said last week on the podcast that uh -huh. whether or not Cody uh, debuts at WrestleMania or fights for the title at Mania. It is mm -hmm. going to depend on the result of this match, right? Like, or yeah, whether or not Cody debuts yeah. at Mania, I think was going to depend on the match. Where if Brock ends up winning it and there's no WWE Championship match, then like Cody can debut whenever. It really doesn't matter, right? right. But I thought like if someone else had the title, then we obviously build the Cody versus the champ. But mm -hmm. fuck, I guess he's fighting Damian Priest now, you know? <laughs> Yo, dude, Yo. I can't wait, dude, for the American Nightmare to be to become the U.S. Champion. Uh huh. Is that? Uh, Steven, mm -hmm. Steven, I don't want Cody's first match to be against Punishment Martinez. No. That can't happen. No. He's so tall though. But he sucks. He does the the bow thing of his hands where he makes the. Oh, no, LED that that is pretty cool. <laughs> that's so. Cool that's badass, that. actually. No, you're right. That's a good match, actually. Yeah. Um, but then also but, um, at, at Elimination Chamber, uh, what else happened? Uh, uh, Madcap Moss oh, died. Shit. Yeah, Madcap Moss. This absolute trooper, by the way, just fucking landed on his head. Mm -hmm. I think like it was like what's what's a company just lift them up? Well, it was them? an Alabama slam, but oh, was it? like you know how on the Styles Clash when AJ does that, you're not supposed to tuck your head. Yeah. You're supposed to like just Did he tuck his head in? stay straight. Yeah, it's the same deal. Where Alabama Slam, Ooh. you want to stay straight so your face fall flat, falls flat, falls huh. flat, and um, Madcap tucked. It looked like. And Ooh. and I, I mean, oh, who am I to say that? I don't know, like if it's Madcap's fault or Drew's, but like, clearly something went wrong. Man landed Dude, on Madcap, his dome. I hope he's fine, right? Cause like that could like fucking mess you up for life, right? Dude, like, yes. Dude, he, paralyze like, you. Forever. It was. Did you see like the slow mo vid? Like the. How would they slow mo that? It was if so he gross. Dies, they haven't slow mo. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <dude>. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's like jacked. I'm, I'm sure his neck's fine, right? He does his, he does his neck exercises, right? Uh, <laughs> he probably does, Steven. He and Happy yeah. Corbin just hang out doing their neck exercises. Dude, Matt Mosley just like so fucking like ripped. Yeah. That guy is jacked. He's like a Greek god, dude. Dude, it makes me so happy. His name is Madcap Motherfucking Moss. Who? He eliminated AJ Styles from the, like, the <laughs> from the Rumble. Rumble yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, good but, for Madcap. Yeah, good for him. He's alive, which is great news after being dropped Has on his deck. Has he since? Oh shit, he might be dead. You're right, Steven. <laughs> this no. Is, no. Oh, breaking oh. news. I'm following Lucha. That's oh, no. devastating. Well. It really sucks when he does die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from lingering death. injuries. No. Yeah. This stinks. <laughs> But um, at, also at Chamber, Roman beat Goldberg, which is good. Because last I week I said him. there was a 50-50 chance. Goldberg. Yes, which I'm so That's happy. Sick. 
Um, but yeah, that I mean that's about it. Ronda Rousey had her bare feet showing. That was gross. Hey, really? Yeah, she came out in like her her judoka bare feet like all over the place. I hated it. Is it like Matt Riddle where it's bare feet but it looks cool with him? M Matt Riddle is cool because he flips off his flip flops. Yeah. Where Rousey was just like gross. I don't want to see her feet. You know? No, no feet. No feet in my wrestling, no please. No feet in my wrestling. Unless guys. you're Kevin Von Erich or Matt Riddle, I don't want to see your feet. Or you know? Rusev. Or Ru Rusev? Oh shit. Well, I think, like, he landed once on his feet, like, really bad. Like, all right, shit, I gotta put boots on now. <laughs> I remember that story being told, I think, on Total Divas, Steven. That's crazy. <laughs> Total Divas That's sick, so. That's awesome. Unironically, Total Divas was the best thing for, like, not kayfabe WWE. That's insane. Hell yeah, it was. Oh, my God. Because there was no kayfabe in Total Divas. It was a shoot. Yeah. 100% of the time. My favorite. Not only did Natalia hate Summer Rae, she hated her husband. Okay? She hated TJ. The day of their wedding, they were so unhappy. Yeah? Oh, my God. Yes. Well, the guy was like, what was he doing? He was just kind of just a cat nerd guy, right? But so is Natalia. You know? You can't have that high of standards when you're... You're both yeah. cat nerds. This is sad. But Steven, oh. that was the Elimination Chamber. No, um, it, it was like, I didn't watch it. No, I didn't either. I, I have to be honest. Yeah. Um, so Steven, uh, let's uh -huh. move on from AEW and mm -hmm. let's talk about my favorite news story from the week, if you don't mind, okay? The fed. Um, fed no, news. no, it's not. No? It's podcast oh. news. Yo. This news comes happened? from the Kurt Angle show. <gasps> Yo, I watched that the other day. We talked about that show. Well, I talked about it. You did? Did you, so? You, yeah. Do you know what I'm about to say? No. Okay. So Kurt Angle was talking about how he had a feud with the Undertaker in uh -huh. like end of 05, early 06, uh -huh. and he was saying that one moment sticks out to him especially when the Undertaker made his return at the Royal Rumble in 06. Okay, and um, he says, um, well, Stephen. Kurt Angle cummed his pants watching The Undertaker come out to the ring. <laughs> Did he act? Is that shoot? Okay. He just came? Kurt Angle came. He Yo. Said, he said, he said, and I quote, I remember The Undertaker coming out at the end of the Royal Rumble, Rumble pay-per-view and his entrance music was orgasmic. I literally thought I was about to have an orgasm. <laughs> what? What? What's the what? vibrations of this song? Like making him come? I don't was he turned on by like the gong? I maybe just turned on by the dead man, you know? You this just... is like after American Badass, right? <laughs> He's just turned on by bikers. That's pretty cool. <laughs> he watches Sons of Anarchy once and just the whole room is white. <laughs> just come sane singlet. That's awesome. Uh -huh. Um, it's just I just why why do you share that? You know, we don't have to talk about these things. It doesn't have to be public. I mean, this is back when like he was like super hardcore, like. Painkillers, maybe, maybe <laughs> he that can control just what was going on down hormones, there. You know, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Good for Kurt, dude. Yeah, there's just so many horny people in wrestling locker rooms, Stephen. Okay, we got the well. They're all like meet up jacked people, you know, like really fit guys. Oh, no, you're right. But like, I mean, like last week we were talking about like Ryback chasing after Brock Lesnar with a Cialis. And yeah. Uh, this week it's Kurt Angle. Just the thing that like really active people do is just like, hey guys, my penis. <laughs> pretty awesome pretty awesome so it wasn't like randy orton doing a thing where like he'd like make people shake his penis for a bit no i think he like he went up to like the new guy and like went to shake his hand but he was like naked oh. you know i oh. think that's what it's it pretty was. alpha yeah but point is now we just have kurt angle coming everywhere which is pretty cool that's awesome yeah i think so um 
So everyone go listen to the Kurt Angle show. Um, for you more news. Gonna, you think they're going to support us if we advertise their podcast? I hope so. Maybe this is going to be a big crossover, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> we can I want to interview Kurt Angle. Specifically about, about his coming experiences. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the wrestling shit, dude. I want to talk about cum. <laughs> Please. Um, but, okay. Then also, Steven, other news in the week. This happened a little bit later. Um, it'll be pretty old, what? honestly, by the time the podcast goes out. But on Raw last week... Uh, we saw The Miz announce who his mystery tag team partner for WrestleMania is going to be when he fights dude, the Mysterios. I can't believe. I can't believe it, dude. It's Cody. It's Cody. It's Cody. Guys, Cody, it's Cody. Dude. Um, dude. Uh, no, they, they really teased it was Cody, though, you know? They're like, they teased it twice. Yeah. They, they teased it. Crazy. Well, yeah, because they teased it with the Edge stuff later, too, right? Yeah. Um, but basically, like, The Miz is like, I'm, I'm bringing in someone from an outsider, you know, with, with a fighting oh. family and blah, 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 blah. Paige? <gasps> oh, oh, my, my gosh. God. Paige fighting for my family? Paige's brother debuting in Hollywood Paige? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, Steven. Mysterio is Ray Mysterio was like, well, guess what? You can tell this outsider to go back to where he came from. Um, but also, Steven, yeah. you know what I realized from this whole segment? What? And I, Ray Mysterio used to be one of my favorite wrestlers. Dominic Mysterio. I think everyone's favorite wrestler, Ray Ray. Is one of my favorite wrestlers as well. <laughs> really, Dominic? Dominic? Uh huh. Is he just like a nerd or like? Just fucking so lame. But Steven, <laughs> but so he's lame everything that 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 hook is. You know, it was with Dominic's potential. But how do you like? How do you like go on from here? Like future plan wise. What do you do with Dominic like five years from now? Well, I'd be like, you know, if he's a good wrestler, he has all he has all the traits of a uh-huh. superstar. He has the blood. Um. Steven, neither of the Mysterios can cut a promo to save their life. Okay? I mean, they're masked guys, right? Mysterio's always had a mouth hole. You know, he's always his full-functioning mouth. I think Dominic peaked in promo-wise when he said, Is it true? (laughs) Is it true, Dad? Is it true, Dad? (laughs) Is it true, Dad? (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. But it was just, it was so stilted and weird and just... Horrible. Them on the microphone. And then the Miz announces, my partner, Logan Paul. Yo, Um, Mr. Force himself. Let's go. And the sad thing is, Logan Paul just outshined the Mysterios in every way. Well, yeah, that guy is so good at talking. (sighs) So good at talking. And also beat the shit. He looks more like a star than, like, everyone on the roster. Like, legit, that guy's in shape, too. Yeah. Compared to, like, most people in AEW. (laughs) It's a little sad. It's a little sad. Um... But, Compared to Adam Cole, dude, Logan Paul looks legit like an actual wrestler. It's kind of scary. But you know what this means, Steven? What does it mean? We're going to get to see Logan Paul fight at WrestleMania. Yo, Yo. that's awesome. I like what they do with Logan Paul because, like, I think he's like, a legit wrestling fan, too. And does, like, high school wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I like when he debuted. His first appearance was, like, a face, right? Mm-hmm. But everyone just booed him. So WWE was like, you know what? This guy fucking... <laughs> people fucking hate this guy. Exactly. Let's take him a heel. They caught on a year later. You know, and they it got works. It. Yeah, it mm-hmm. works. Um, which, by the way, I didn't know this until I was listening to something the other day. But apparently, uh-huh. Logan Paul, like, around the time he did the WrestleMania appearance last year, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when he went on on his own podcast, he uh-huh. stayed in kayfabe. He hasn't broke. He insists Yo, that everything was real. He's like, yeah, they didn't Yo. tell me that, that Kevin Owens was going to stun me. That just, He just hit me with it out of nowhere. And no, that's <laughs> badass. Dude. That's, that's awesome. I love, Especially because his dude. audience is all 12-year-olds. They believe him. Dude, Logan Paul is keeping K-Beep alive. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's single-handedly <laughs> saving the business. This is fucked. 
Yo, I want, I'm a Maverick, bro, okay? I'm always merch right now. Yo, speaking of Maverick, by the way, this wasn't on my list, but Drake Maverick got signed with WWE again for like the third again? time this year. Yeah, he's working on oh the gosh. creative Is he wrestling? Team. No, he's on creative. Oh, so he's not wrestling. Mm -hmm. I like this. I liked his um his 24/7 title thing. Mm -hmm. That was pretty funny. Yeah. About him having sex with his wife. That oh my god, story. I forgot about that. Renee Michelle. Yeah. Oh my like the god. whole story was like, I don't want to have sex with my wife, but I can't. Because <laughs> I don't have <laughs> the title. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That was great. Um, but aside from Raw, Steven, earlier this week as well, over on Wrestling Observer Radio, Kenny Omega was a guest of Dave Meltzer's, and they just did like a, a like a 40-minute interview just talking about life. And mm. Kenny was like, yo, I am still so fucked up and I'm taking way longer to heal than I thought. Like, I thought I was going to be back in February and it's not even close. Which, like, okay, uh -huh. that's that's crazy. That's crazy. It's time. Um, but most importantly, we got some Cody oh. updates, okay? <gasps> this is what we've been waiting for. Did he make a promo about how he left sports entertainment in 2016? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what Kenny said, and I thought it was so fucked up. Like, Kenny, I don't think Kenny likes Cody, okay? And I'm, I'm, no? I'm saying that from a place of zero validity or... Or from another bus or something but like um what's it called he, he just kept he kenny was saying that it's it's so weird that that cody out of all people is the one who left aew because he was always mm -hmm. so much more anti-wwe than like any of us were he was always so much like us versus them than than oh like gosh. the bucks or me so it's like it's weird that he's the one leaving you know uh -huh. just like <laughs> i mean fuck cody man uh, and then he was Kenny like Omega. and then then Meltzer was asking about like, well, why do you think he left? Blah, 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 blah. And, and mm -hmm. Kenny was like, well, I, it probably wasn't money. Cody isn't like a guy motivated by money. Um, but honestly, I can't tell you what he was thinking. He's not the kind of guy I'd like go have a soda with. It's oh like, my gosh. I thought you guys were friends. You're breaking my heart. Dude, Cody's getting buried by Kenny so hard. I know. They want to have It's like that one shoot from my Salmon Gotch against Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> this is the yeah. equivalent of it. That's awesome. Um... And then basically too, Cody, uh, Cody later in an interview that week, I think also with Wrestling mm -hmm. Observer, said that there's a lot of misinformation going around. So I don't yeah. know who that's directed toward. I mean, toward. like, um, dude, probably us at following Lucha. I can't fair. wait for like two years from now. We'll be here about all the drama backstage. <laughs> yeah, because I guess like there was insane, a. Oh, uh, I mean, again, this is probably more of the misinformation that we're spreading. But I guess there was like an agreement between Tony and Cody that they wouldn't talk about the negotiations. Yeah. Like just mutually, yeah. they weren't going to discuss NDA them. stuff, right? I assume. I don't right? think it was an NDA. It was probably just no. like, hey, let's not discuss this. You know? Yeah. Um, very professional. But basically, all Cody would say is, I left the territory. It was my time to leave. So, <laughs> whatever. Is, are they going to cancel, like, the Go Big Show show now? Or is he going to replace Cody in it? They'll probably replace him because that's more of a, yeah. a what's it called? A, like a TBS a product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TBS? Is it Warner Bros. who owns it? TV, it's like TNT. I don't know. Warner yeah, Media? I think so. Uh, Tim Turner? Warner Media. Turner Media? I don't know, Steven. I don't give a shit. I don't know, man. But they could do Roast to the Top, apparently. Like, if... Again? TBS doesn't, like, pick up the contract for Roast to the Top, like, USA <laughs> Network or, like, E could buy it, I guess. So How did they do that? Well, because Imagine, like, like... Yeah. Imagine, like, E or, like, fucking USA buying Roast to the Top. Do they, like, make Holy the shit. first season <laughs> canon? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. This is a wonderful question. Um, but, yeah, like, those, those are all the Cody updates I was able to find, like... Uh -huh. He didn't debut, unless he debuted on like Rampage tonight against like Thunder Rosa, which would be pretty cool. Could be possible. Just interrupted the contract signing. That'd be sick. It's possible. It's possible. Um, and then yeah, it's just Kenny talking like a little bit of shit, mm -hmm. but not really. And then Cody being like, "Hey guys, I just wanted to leave," which is fair enough. Like Cody's allowed to leave, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he made the company. He did his thing, you know. 
Yeah. I, I don't know what else to add. More, Steven. I want more content. You know, you know who else more left insight. this week? Who, you left? Know who else left? Cesaro. Yo, that was my last news story on the list, Steven. Let's Mr. go. Mr. Swiss Superman. The Swiss Cyborg? Oh, is that his? I thought it was Swiss Superman. It, it went back cyborg. and forth when he was a heel and a, oh. a face, you know? Of course. Oh, because Superman's a face. That's why. <laughs> and yeah, Cyborg is back, back of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean... He lasts a lot longer yeah, than like what yeah. usually people will like his like thing do, you know? I didn't realize like, that he has been around for fucking ever. He's been around since Oksana. Yeah, he's been okay? around for 10 years. That's crazy. Like he won like one singles title in his entire career. Like I have insane. vivid memories of him cucking Teddy Long. Okay? He's a thing? Yeah. Cause remember but Oksana wanted to to like marry Teddy Long because like he was uh -huh. the boss and she was like sleeping with the boss, but then yeah. she convinced Teddy while she was like flirting with him and like dating him that she should bring in like this this guy named Cesaro, and then Yo. she ends up dating Antonio Cesaro. Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro, my bad. Mm -hmm. she can speak five languages, only five, only five. That's kind of lame, honestly. But <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. No. Oksana totally cucked Teddy Long. It's messed up. Aw. Yeah. All these cuckingles, man. So he never. Nice. The cucks never win. In these cuck angles. No, never. Like, they always get buried because they always look like nerds. One of, my, one of my favorite cuck angles, <laughs> Steven, cucks. is yeah. um, it's from a few years ago. It was when Rusev uh -huh. was doing all the stuff with Lana and Aiden English after they broke up the Rusev Day thing. Yeah. And Aiden yeah. English kept heavily implying that he and Lana were fucking. Okay. <laughs> Just like on a weekly basis, he kept like being like, yeah, no, we fucked. Okay. We <laughs> fucked, guys. We, we fucked. And then it's Lana. Not a Brad Maddox, Xavier Woods kind of thing. Me and Lana. Yeah. Just the two of them. Um, yeah. But then there was some speculation that maybe it wasn't the two of them. Maybe it was all three of them. <gasps> and then what? it was more speculation that maybe it wasn't the three of them and that Rusev was specifically excluded. But it was actually uh -huh. Aiden English, Lana, and the rest of the SmackDown roster. Just not Rusev. <laughs> all having like Rusev? an or Yeah. This I swear this happened. Orgy of Lana. <laughs> this was like late 2018. Okay. Because uh -huh. I remember being in my freshman dorm room. I mean, they did the same thing with like, um with what's his name? Mike Bennett with Maria. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> It's also where, true with Ricochet being the dad. Like, Maria's like, who's the father? Jesus it could be Christ. anyone in the roster. My my husband that's still married to me after I just pretty much hinted <laughs> that I cheated on him with other it people in the anyone. locker room. <laughs> it could be anyone. Oh my god. But but the, the point, the, the reason I had that memory is so vivid for me of the Lana uh -huh. and Aiden English stuff is Aiden English. Uh, for whatever reason, he decided Milwaukee was the city where he and Lana fucked. And so it was like, <laughs> and so like the crowd just all started chanting whenever Lana would come out, Milwaukee, <laughs> Milwaukee. Milwaukee <laughs> Yo, that's badass. Yeah. I like how Rusev's gimmick is either gamer, god, or fucking his wife. Gamer, god, or cuck, you know? Yeah. Take your poison. Gamer, god, that's or crazy. God. Uh, wow. good for Rusev. I'm sure he, <laughs> good for Cesaro. I'm sure he's great right now, right, mm -hmm. Mr. Miro? I mean, yeah, he's he's doing fine. Is he injured or is he just like, he's, he's doing something? I don't know. Maybe there's like too many people in the roster. They don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Plus, like, they're wrestlers. Give them breaks, you know? If they're off for TV for a few months, that's okay. You're allowed to good. be. Rest ben your body. Balor, he, came out, he came back this week. Oh, yeah. He, like, teamed up with Champa, right? Yeah. And then he challenged Damien Priest next week. Yo. In a U.S. title match, which he's probably gonna lose, dude. And that's how Cody's gonna debut, by the way. Damien Priest, like, I want someone right from this roster to come here. And then you hear Kurt Angle's music hit. Oh, Kurt Angle. 
your hand comes out. I am not the one here to challenge you, Davian. It's this guy over here. The American Nightmare. <laughs> oh. And then Damien Priest loses to Cody. Oh. That's sad. Yeah. Um, poor Damien. Dude, it's gonna suck for that guy who has to drop the Cody in his first night. I mean, not really. Like, it doesn't have to be a bad spot to be in. Like, if you're losing no. to Cody, theoretically, Cody becomes a star, right? You think Cody's gonna become a star? I mean, Next not if fucking Kurt Angle with his cum stained singlet comes out <laughs> and introduces him, you know? Probably not. Dude, that'd be so but... badass, dude. <laughs> that would be badass, actually. But, okay. Steven, I, this was most of the wrestling news from this week. Not much on the Cody I liked front. how we talked about Cesaro for two seconds. Well, like, what do you, what do you want to say about Cesaro? Cesaro, dude. He's Cesaro, man. Like, because honestly, He's... I was 10 years old when he debuted. I've yeah. only known WWE hey, Cesaro. He... I've only known... He's really good at wrestling, but his charisma is, is like in the negatives I on mean... a stat sheet. I, and I also, one thing that annoys me, and it's not like, it's not something to be annoyed about, but uh -huh. for a while on Talking Smack, they had Paul Heyman as like the host. Like it was the bad mm -hmm. Talking Smack, not the original with like Miz oh, and, and like the Daniel. second version for like yeah. SmackDown Tuesday. Um, right? Like the one that they did like last year, okay? And basically okay, yeah. they had Cesaro on at one time and Cesaro mm -hmm. cut an average at best promo and uh -huh. Twitter blew up. They were like, oh my God, Yo, Cesaro had the promo of a lifetime. Talk. Shit, they, why didn't they give him a microphone sooner? Oh my gosh. And motherfuckers like, Yes, I'm going to beat Roman Reigns. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm going to beat the Roman Reigns. <laughs> dude, Roman, dude. Just kind of like outshined him the entirety of that like yeah. rivalry, by the way. I mean, it's Roman, though. You know, that's not Cesaro's fault. I mean, yeah. but like, again, like, I, I, I want to like. <laughs> Wait, to beat the Roman Reigns. <laughs> dude, this guy's fucking awesome, dude. Give him a fucking mic every yo, week, put bro. Put the title on him yo. now. <laughs> oh my god yeah. i feel bad we can't post this on tiktok because we're gonna get so much hate okay we're allowed oh, to scan. Yeah, we're allowed oh, to hate it. on nia Jax. people hate nia Jax. people love cesaro people fucking love shit dude we gotta edit this all out we gotta edit out cesaro's name make it like it fucking what's his indie name antonio right antonio, antonio pavolani is that his name Oh shit, I forgot. Castagnoli or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just 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 do that. Just like replace the words of that. <laughs> okay. We'll do Steven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, All right. Steven, is there anything else that you would like to, to talk about um, before we, we wrap up episode three of following Lucha? I don't know if there's any news stories we missed. Uh, um, if you happen to know any news stories from November twelfth of twenty fourteen. From twenty fourteen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have any on the top um, of your head. Um, otherwise, yeah, I it was it was an okay episode of Lucha. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we get more Chavo lore in the next episode. Um, again, Stephen, uh, Stephen, if what if up? Chavo just dips and we never get another Chavo storyline again, <laughs> I'm, so I'm gonna cry myself to sleep. Okay, <laughs> what? I'm gonna be pissed. I love that Chavo just dips, dude. That's no. the story. No, that would suck. That would suck. But okay, oh, we have that to look forward to. We have Chavo updates, Puma updates. Cody updates too. Cody updates most importantly. So tune in next week. Otherwise, goodbye everybody. Goodbye everyone. After credits. Hey guys. Hey guys. Sorry. Hey, up, we we forgot to add a Tucker fact. Um, hey, did you know that he graduated from ASU with an accounting degree? I did not. That's a cool Tucker fact. Bye guys. Bye.